What's up? Lars Borson in the room podcast with your Cage Titans 56 life fight companion of the main card. The prelims are going on right now and the last two fights are on. We will recap and we will tell you the results of those. Lars got some music playing. But um Lars, what's up man? Welcome uh welcome aboard tonight, man. Uh glad to have you on. Yeah, brother, glad to be on. It's a good night. It is a good night, bro. Calvin Kata is uh is fighting also main event of fight night, so we'll be giving you um you know, results of that and all. And uh, Lars, man, so far the prelims have been bangers. We haven't been watching them because we've been uh, doing family stuff, but we come on to do the main card. But we will recap the winners of uh, the prelims as we get along here. But there are two fights left in the prelims before the main card starts. I would imagine there's going to be some kind of intermission. What are you thinking, Lars? Uh, yeah, I, th I think uh, what, it's 8.30 now. We got a couple more fights before the main card. I think they were trying to start the main card at 8.30. So, you know, knowing Colbert, he loves his intermissions here and there. Uh, so I'd assume probably the main card will pop off around 9. I think this is the last fight in the prelims. But so far, I, I haven't been able to watch that closely because I was doing some family stuff. Uh, unfortunately, not down there live tonight uh, because of some family commitments. Um, and, uh, you know, you got to prioritize life sometimes. And, uh, but we got Jeff down there, Jeff Clark, Combat Cowboy. He's down there killing it, uh, doing the live play by play. He's got his cowboy hat on. And um, he was pumped uh, to get down there and start covering it for New England MMA. So it's, it's cool, man. We, we got to cover from all angles here. Excellent. Here I am uh, taking a little video as we're live to send to Instagram to tell them, come on down, listen to us on YouTube. And uh, if you don't buy the stream or follow us on NewEnglandMMA.org for all the play-by-play -play if you missed the prelims. So uh, with that said, Lars, man, um, Danny Jefferson, This we got two more fights. We got Ashley Barrett, Danny Jefferson... Danny Jefferson uh, trains with uh, Kyle Borchak. Uh, he this kid's a stud. He fought um, uh, he fought uh, Papadillas, the Papadillas kid, at uh, King, yeah, I remember at King that fight. That yeah. a really good fight. Actually, I bumped into Christos uh, last weekend at Combat FC. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, I, I was. He was like with a couple people, and I was coming out of the bathroom. And he was like, hey, what's going on, man? And then we just sat and chatted for, for a little bit. He's living down in Austin, Texas, loving it, doing really well. He was up here because he had um, – he put on a grappling show at a gym in Boston uh, like the day after. And then he was doing another show, I think, in Texas. So he's got a lot of stuff going on, man. It was really good to see him, though. It's, it had been a while. Uh, cool, man. I know um, Bobby McCarron, who is close with him. I'm not sure where Bobby trains out of, but he coaches also. Bobby was, I saw a picture of Bobby in the cage, so they must have had an a, a associated fighter in there making, uh, you know, maybe an amateur debut. Uh, but I did see Bobby in there, so um, yeah, it was nice to see Christos back in town. Um, I, yeah. know he, I know he's killing it in, uh, you, know, in the, I, you know, the jiu-jitsu world. 
a lot of those kids that um you know were in that the area of of New Hampshire and shit are have moved on. They're in, you know they're traveling everywhere to get in uh get in that mat time and they're doing well. Yeah, I think Christos was also part of a team that won like twenty or twenty five thousand dollars in uh, on uh, I think it was Fury Grappling maybe. Uh, he was part of a team that did that, like, uh, was it the quintet or something like that, uh, where they have four different teams and they all, uh, you know, kind of grapple and they, the losers move on and whoever's left standing, that team wins. I think he was part of one of those and I think his team won like 25 grand. So that was on UFC Fight Pass, like really cool shit. Like, Christos is a, is a good dude. He's a high-level grappler. We'll see if the MMA thing works out for him. But, uh, you know, regardless, we got his back. Yeah, he's um he's always been a stud. I mean, uh, that kid is uh, something else. Uh, put on a, a very good promoter himself with uh, the Enigma um, tournaments that are still going on. And I think, yeah. he's, I think he's branched off in, um, and he has other people doing him but with the enigma name kind of in other states that he can't he can't get to i think he's uh kind of uh making it into maybe a franchise kind of thing growing it that way nice all right so we got phil losigno versus danny jefferson here losigno is out of city odd tongue i do believe peter barrett is uh his coach or one of his coaches and uh losigno is a is a he's pretty um Pretty scrappy. I think he's one and one, or one and one is an amateur. It could be two and one. I know he fought um, Jay Caskey from uh, Billy Goff's gym. Philo Signo, friend of the podcast. So, uh, Lars, do you see anybody? Would they be on your uh, on your um, comment section? Because I'm posting shit to face uh, uh, Instagram and shit as we're talking right now. No comments on, on YouTube. Everyone wants to talk shit, hop on YouTube, throw some shit in the comments. Because we're going to talk a little shit. I mean, down the line. There. Yeah, yeah. As we are. Let's, let's as, we're going to be here a while. Uh, yeah. As, as we get a couple yeah. of beers in us and, um, you know, we watch the rest. I hate that I can't fucking see the whole the whole screen on my phone. What is your problem? Oh. What? We got a nice takedown by Dan Jefferson. The signal gives you a hip. Pop. Posturing, uh, okay. Really good amateur fights we've seen here tonight so far. Yeah, I'm gonna Jeff go. Nas versus Thompson was a two debut, guys. Oh my god, you kidding me? Did you see that fight, Steve? No, I was too busy getting this show oh. uh, going, but I will I see it. Two debut amateurs, uh, I think they were 155. Um, amazing, just high level, high level. shit for the amateur ranks, and they're both making their debut. Right, I'm still posting fucking everywhere. Sorry. Sorry, people. So, Lars, how was your day today? It was a Saturday. A um, lot of things going on. Halloween is Monday, but tonight, uh, huge Halloween parties all over the place. I'm sure there are people dressed up as uh, various characters at um at this Cage Titans fifty six event. Anything going on with you? You got you got young kids um, you know, in that household. Yeah, uh 
shooting on Monday. You know, my, my daughter's nine, my son's 11. My son's almost getting to the point where he thinks he's too cool for for trick-or-treating anymore. Uh, but, yeah, we, we, we go trick-or-treating. We got some stuff planned. Nothing crazy. Got some leaf blowing I got to do, which is exciting. So your leaves are dropping already. We don't have many leaves dropping around this area right oh, now. Yeah, they're pretty much all, all dropped up here. So is that right? I got a fuck ton in my front yard. A fuck ton. I don't think I've heard that before, a fuck ton. I'm going to use that. for it's that. a lot. It's a lot more than just a ton. <laughs> so, um, you know, Lar uh, Travis, we did invite him to the, to the stream tonight, and uh, he may pop in while he's going to take a pee during his work shift. Um, but I, you know, I highly doubt it, but I, re I requested that he, uh, live stream him serving tables tonight with us on there. We could, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But we know how, hey, his, we know how, let's his, see, let's see Travis serves his table right now. Let's check it out. We know how his signal is, so we don't want to go there tonight. You know what I mean? Things are going well right now. Hopefully. <laughs> so, uh, Laz, did you watch this round or I, did I interrupt you? What's going on? Oh, honestly, yeah, you were kind of distracting me. So I'm a douche. I didn't get a good look at it. Um, what am I doing? Uh, all right, one last thing. Yeah, the Lo Signo. Bill Bambino, right? Bambino Lo Signo. Is that his? Uh, it might be. I, I, he's an Italian fella. Check it out. All right, second round. All right. If they left this angle, I could see everything. But when they go close up, half this my screen disappears. And I get Why? like, because my my phone screen isn't wide enough to get the whole angle when they go to certain spots. Listen, will you That's shut weird. up, Steve? It's weird. Yeah, it seems like some like 1987 bullshit. Well, you know, I I don't have an iPhone. I what does that mean? <laughs> oh, Jefferson getting a double leg. Yeah, he's a tough, tough dude. Well, bit of a scramble. Jefferson grabbing the wrist. The signal's a grinder too. Like he's he's fun to watch. Like he never's involved in a boring fight. I think he got involved in the sport later in life. He um, is really taken to it. I think he's a union worker in Boston. I don't know if it's steel or what union he's in, but seems like a good dude. I just dropped beer all over myself. So, oh, so Lars, um, a couple of memes went viral today or yesterday, huh? A real cool one about uh, amateur fighters, man. It got, <laughs> it got some, uh, it got some play. You wanna, you know, you wanna talk about that one? I should go retrieve. Yeah. It. Can you throw that up on the screen? Yeah, let me go find it. Go ahead, talk about it, and I'll grab it and I'll throw it up there. <laughs> yeah, I. It was funny. I was talking with somebody, and they, they, you know. We got those Halloween costume memes going on right now. Right? Everybody's doing it. It's it's kind of fun. Like for like the past two weeks, it's been insane. Um, and then somebody I know put up one meme, <laughs> and then 
I said, hey, you know, it'd be a really good idea is to do this one. And I gave him the idea. And he's like, do you have a picture that I could do that with? I was like, oh, I don't, but let me do some searching. It yeah. was really, really hard to find. The search was on. Picture of somebody who had hand wraps on and had a medal around their neck. So the whole thing was, pull it off, Steve. And I'm, I'm trying. I got, I got to email it to myself. Hold on. Go ahead. Keep talking about it. It'll Hold get on. there in a second. We got, we got Jefferson taking Mount. Jefferson's looking good, man. Yeah, I told you. He's a fucking Oh, he's got his back. End of the round. Jefferson, I think, is on top 2 nothing. Is that burping? Here we go. All right, I got it. There it is. All right, let me uh, make it bigger. But go ahead, Lars. I got it right in the fucking middle of the screen now. All right. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is kind of a... This is a funny... So I, the, the guy who put up the first one, I was like, hey, do this one. And I didn't really want to be the one putting it out there, but it is kind of funny. It's... I think it's, uh, what's it say? Um, it's amateur. Post fight, post fight amateur fight, MMA fighter. Post fight amateur MMA fighter. Because you know, you always see those guys at shows who, after they're done fighting, uh, like they don't even go to the locker room and like even put their shirt on or, or dry off. They just like go right out to the crowd and they still have their hand wraps on and got their medal on. It's like, it's like, like, dude, just, just go, like, put some clothes on, take the hand wraps off, come on out. Like, it just, it's, there's always that one guy at every show. And uh, I, it was, if you're involved in, in, the, in the scene like we are, you know what we're talking about. And it's kind of funny. But, so, my buddy put that, I found a picture, cropped it up a little bit, sent it to him. He put it up there, and then it kind of went viral a little bit. And then the Iowa... Combat Sports Authority. No. Which no. Which I found out, which I'll tell you right now, it wasn't an Iowa commission page. It was just a dude from Iowa who made a page because he liked MMA. That's what I heard. So everyone commenting thinks it's the Iowa commission page, but it's actually really? just a dude who made a I fucking that. no. That's what I found out. Someone, yeah. someone told me that. So it has nothing to do with the commission. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I thought it'd be weird that the commission will be posting something like that. So basically, we thought the Iowa commission uh, took the meme and like reposted it, and then the comments went crazy. And if you the look kid, at the if you look at the so comments, they talk about I you I, we know you post memes before, but this is classless, like. Because it's a fucking dude who likes MMA. He puts it, and probably puts Iowa, Iowa shit up there more than anything. He the logo and everything, though. I don't know. Like, I I heard it. I heard it was yeah. just a dude who liked MMA, man. That's funny. That's really really funny. So anyway, like they uh, then the comments went crazy, and then the kid who was in the picture. So I found this like deep in Google. It was like. Like, I, I, I searched for, like, 20, 25 minutes to find a picture with a kid with hand wraps and a medal. And then, like, literally, I finally found one. I'm like, oh, it's a pretty good one. I cropped it up a little bit, sent it to the other guy to make the meme. And then 
the kid who I who I found the picture of came on the thread <laughs> and was was saying, "Listen, I don't even care that I'm out there." I'm like, he goes, "Well, first he goes, hey, first he goes, he just appears. He goes, hey, do I get royalties for this?" And then someone <laughs> and then someone makes a comment under him going. Man, do they ask you if they can put that on the like? No one ask anyone if you, they can meme you. And then he goes, I don't know. He goes, I've never even been to Iowa. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I've never even been to Iowa. <laughs> it was so great. This random picture that I found on the internet that we made into a meme, and this kid gets pulled into it out of nowhere. I feel bad for the kid, but it's kind of it's kind of life of its dude, own now. It's hey, dude, funny. someone makes if someone put me in that picture or fucking memes me and it goes viral and it ends up on a commissioner's friggin' page, man, I have no no fucking problem with that. And the thing is, if you look at the picture, the dude won, so he ain't coming off a yeah. loss. I mean, you know, good for him. Yeah, it was it, it was great. I think it was fun for everybody involved. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, so it looks like um, it looks like uh, Jefferson dominated three rounds here of this fight. Yeah, I think unanimous decision. Danny Jefferson, Justin Se Justin Justin Jefferson's little brother. So I'm gonna put up the. I'm not sure that's 100 percent true. I'm gonna put up the Cage be. Titans um, 52 um, fight card here for everyone. Just so you can take a look at, um, you know, who's fought. I will tell you the winners um, after I uh, show you this fight card that I had to uh, get re-prepared because uh, I changed photos with the, the meme. So there it is right there. So there's the, um, there's the fight card right there. And uh, we got one fight left with Ashley Barrett against uh, this Roscoe woman coming in here. And as we know... Ashley Barrett is a terror in that Cage Titans cage. So um, I don't know too much about this girl, Roscoe. But um, I'll look on our um, live play-by-play -play on NewEnglandMMA.org. And it'll probably have information of at least what gym she fights out of. So, uh, Lars, Danny Jefferson's for real, man. I mean, um, and, you know, Los Signo there is a fucking gamer. I mean, he doesn't give up. I mean, um you know, but kids, kids are stud. Jefferson, like kid. Jefferson is um, forced to be reckoned with. So that is the card right there. I will flash it up again. But if you want to know all the prelims up till now, go to newenglandmma.org where Jeff Clark is live on the scene and he's given all the go. results. So here comes the results, results of this. Thirty twenty-seven, Danny Jefferson. He's good. Yeah, he's he looks a, the part too. Yeah, he's a good kid too. Really good kid. I interviewed him after his um after that fight with Christos. And Los is not bad either, man. Like he's he's good. He's just fought some really tough talent. Well, Who else has he fought? Well, that wasn't a big um, I mean, he got wrestled. He got out um, you know, outworked on the cage and stuff like that. I mean, the kid's probably he's got good hands. He just gets um he gets in these grinds of uh you know, wrestling and jiu-jitsu matches, which, like you said, he came up he came up to the game later. So these guys are fucking, uh, they get a few years on him as far as reps and, and gym time, you know? Right. Yeah, so Lucigno is going to fall to, was it Lucino or Lucigno? I don't want to butcher know. it. I don't know.
But it, that G could be silent. I have no idea. We should have. We well. Yeah, the, so he's gonna the, one and three. <clears throat> but he's been in exciting fights. Every time he's been in there. All right. So uh, where am I going? All right. Um, are you on our website or where are you getting that um, info? Don't say it. Uh, his record? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on newenglandmma.org. All right. Are you on the um, live play-by-play? -play? In terms of what? Uh, I just want to know if, yeah, uh, if it's up to date. I haven't been on it since um, we went live. Because it was yeah. there was like a couple of fights missing. All right. So here we go. Um... All right, so. All right, so Ashley Barrett, and then what's, and then main card Rob Fuller, against Andrew Valdina. Lars, you were really you Robert getting. Lars, you had a, Lars, you had a little uh, erection today because of uh, the or yesterday about the weigh-ins because the Rob Fuller was throwing f bombs or something all over the place. What happened with that? Did you? Wow, uh, Rob Fuller and Andrew Valdina get into it at, at weigh-ins. Yesterday, it looked pretty cool. I wasn't there, but um, I saw the video they posted. It got pretty testy. Um, well, let it, me. I'm cool. I'm gonna go to their Instagram, uh, Cage Titans, right, real quick. I'm gonna see if yeah, I cool. uh, we can find that. So uh, let me see. Hopefully, I did. Hopefully, I'm not on a porno Instagram spot right now. All right, hold on, everyone. <laughs> There we are. All right, so let me go look. Who are those? All right, so um, what am I looking for again? Valdina Fuller weigh-in. And the weigh-in. Is that, would that be, I don't know if that's on here, if they would have that separated. It might be on Valdina's. Valdina. Where's Andrew Valdina? I'm going to find Andrew because it's got to be on there. Shit. Spelt it wrong. There he is. All right, so it should be on in his Instagram. There it is. All right, I got it up. Hold on. I gotta play the. Oh no, it's just pictures. There's no fucking video. Where'd the video go, dude? They're not showing. Oh, it doesn't have the video. So um, I don't know. That's uh, that sucks. It was somewhere. I bet you they took it down because Rob Fuller dropped. A yeah, but derogatory term. Yeah, but um, Andrew wouldn't take it down. You know what I mean? He would uh. He would photocopy it, or you know, a screenshot it, video, and no, it's his. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, good chance. Come on, they, get, no way, you, you kidding? You know, you know nah, you know how much fucking play that gets everywhere. You know how much, you know what I mean? That sells tickets right there. I'm gonna find it. Yeah, somewhere. it's not a good luck though. Really? I don't know. No, you you really don't want your brand. Dude, well, like let that. me let me say you one thing. It's on the live broadcast. Are they gonna erase the whole live broadcast? They can't just clip that part out. It's out right. there. It's out yeah. there. You know what I mean? No, you're right. You know, I don't think there's a clip of it. I think it's probably in the live broadcast. You're gonna go find it. That's where I send it to you, and I just told you what, what nope, the mark was. Nope. Nope. Valdino posted it on his Insta on his uh, Twitter and everything. I oh, think. Really? I think okay. so. Interesting. I do. And his dad, his dad posted it too, the the clip of it. I watched it. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the um the the weigh-ins live because I was at work. But I did watch clips, and uh, I did see that clip, and it wasn't from the live. 
Yeah, must have taken it down. Yeah, they might have taken it down from theirs or asked Andrew to take it down. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, it, I don't know. Like I said, it, uh, good chance that if Polvera's on top of stuff, and if he saw somebody clipping that out and putting it out there on social media, he probably would have reached out and said, hey, can you take that down? It's just not a great look for any of us. Why? I thought and it was, why? He, he just uh, swear. What happened? You know, I, I, he would oblige. Like, Valdina is a local guy who's going to fight on Polvera's card again. So it makes sense. It's, it's a smart thing to do. They probably didn't even take it down. I might have just missed it on the thing, but we'll we'll see what happens. So and, anyway, I am the last fight here of the undercard and the amateurs, but I'm going to read the results from um, all the prelims. If you want detailed fight play-by-play, uh, -play, go to newenglandmma.org to get it. But uh, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm just going to give you, like, who won because um, I want you to go to the fucking website and get it yourself. So, result. The first fight, Steve Hill by submission, rear naked choke, 44 seconds of round two. Results. Greg Jones by submission, rear naked choke, 110 of round one. Results, Tim Melvin by TKL, ground and pound, 253 of round two. Results, Timmy Walsh by TKL, punches, 15 seconds in round one. Good for that kid. Results, Tyler Wolf by unanimous decision, 29-28, end of round three. Well, I shouldn't have to say that. Uh, results, Eric Reyes by KO, punches 37 seconds. Reyes. Reyes of round three. Thanks for that, Lars. Results, Danny yeah. Jefferson by unanimous, unanimous decision, 30-27. And as we mentioned, we have the Ashley Barrett against, um, is it going to say over here? Roscoe. Some, yeah, Roscoe. but I, I wanted to see I'm, if... I'm looking at Barrett. Now, Barrett has that, like... That dead-eye stare. Man, so, she's a killer. Like, she is. You've seen her eyes. So this Crazy. is at uh, 125 pounds. I think Ashley uh, is like three and, three and one, three and two. I think the first female Muay Thai belt ever put up for Cage Titans, right? I think Ashley Barrett did fight a Muay Thai fight against um, one, one woman. Um... I can't think of her just name. Just one, fight two at a time? Huh? Just one? Excuse me. I saw her fight one Muay Thai fight at Cage Titans, and she lost a unanimous decision. I don't want to mention the woman, even though I do respect her as a fighter, but I hate her husband, so I'm, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to. And he hates me, so, you know, the feeling's mutual, so I'm, you know what I mean? Perfect. And he's made it public, too, so. Exact, wor exact words. I'm a cunt. <laughs> you don't need Loser. to know. Because I, I, I don't want to give somebody... I don't want to flash someone's name and give them a fucking platform. There's a lot of them who call me a cunt. <laughs> shoe, shoe fits. Shoe fits. <laughs> so, Lars, I thought this... Was, listen... I'm a little disappointed because I thought this was going to be an MMA fight. I had no idea it was Muay Thai. Yeah. It kind of like, it kind of, not that it turns me off, but it's not as exciting now that I know it's, um, 
It's uh, yeah, Muay Thai. You know, the Bears look so good in her. I think she's three and zero as a. I I I, I I would say it's probably because nobody wants to fight her in MMA. It's hard to get her a matchup, as we know. There's, so I, there's literally like no woman so, fighting MMA in New England right now. So Muay Thai's a little there's less, little yeah, a little less dangerous. You know what I mean? To get in there and perform, be able to sell tickets and get some work. You know what I mean? Like, just think about like how few women are involved in the sport, like. In a, on a competitive level, whether it's amateur or professional here in New England, like there might be 20 total. Maybe a little more. I don't know. Yeah, I see. Uh, Chris, shallow, Chris, I see. Uh, I see. Kate, unfortunately, I see. I'm not, I'm not sure I, I see. Stuff. I see KK from. Uh, SSSF, that is South Shore sports fighting for the media that has no idea where that gym is or who comes out of it when you're interviewing their fighter. But with that said, um, <laughs> 10 9, Steve. Um, but when we talk, yeah, 10 8, was it 10 8? Ten eight? Yeah. Nah, it was, it was too, it was a knock, a maybe a knockout. There's nothing to say to that, dude. Fucking dude. Um, so I think Ashley Barrett had to have that round. She was the more uh, busy fighter, landing the punches and um, punches and bunches in there. Punches and bunches. Woo! That should be like uh, that should be your first single when you put your uh, your new album out. Dude, Steve. I'm I'm getting pretty good with drums. I just gotta say this this electric kit has Dominico and the Dominoes. Punches and bunches. <laughs> Domenico and the Dominoes, I think, is already a band, isn't it? Or something. <laughs> From 1943. So this is a five-round title fight. Like, Well, you said it was a title. I lost thoughts when, when I knew it was, when it, I found I was Muay Thai. Mike got a new uh, camera angle here, huh? I like that camera angle because it shows the whole fucking, the whole cage. I like that yeah, one, too. Cool. The, the close-up one, I, it was cutting off for me on my phone. It looks great, though, I got to say. Ooh. That's overhead wow. right. Wow, and a left. Another overhead right. Ashley Barrett going to town. Oh, got her locked against the cage. Just throwing haymakers and connecting on every one or two that like, she throws. Like a goddamn robot. She's just like... Kush, 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 kush. Wow. Thank God for... Oh, I'm talking about CTE. Here it comes. Thanks for God for big gloves. Oh, God. Oh, she's teeing up. It's an amateur fight. Step in there and stop that. Hey? I don't know. She's not getting... She no. hasn't got rocks. No. She, she's still in there. Yeah, but watch. This is going to keep Nah, happening. nah. She's... There's no need. She, she hasn't even had a stand... I... I think they may they should have went in with a standing eight count maybe while she was getting barraged like that, but she's still in there. Tom Sco Scostas is the ref right now. He's actually filled with bear uh, BKFC. Sorry, Tom's. I don't know. If, I haven't seen him ref in a long time. Not ago. him, but. I, got, I haven't seen him rap in New England or in Mass in two years, maybe. 
and I don't think he's been very active recently, so I don't know. Because he's probably in... Uh, I don't know if he knows what's going on right here, to be honest. Probably because um, he's so in with um, BKFC. And okay. I'll tell you another thing, probably because, um, you know, Steve Rita had a, a, a had a tough um, Muay Thai officiating fight himself at Donnybrook, so maybe Steve Reed yeah, is not it's, even it's about this. Sport. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was joking around. Hey, was, hey, look at this. I was joking with Steve and Kevin last weekend, giving Steve some shit because that's how it was. Kevin, Steve, and Rex Thompson kind of standing in a circle. I went up and started chat with him for a minute. And Rex is the promoter of that promotion where that stuff went down with Steve. But like, yeah, I mean, Muay Thai is a, a different animal than than MMA. And if you're like ingrained in MMA and that's pretty much all you do in terms of rapping, it's a really hard switch to flip in terms of the rule set. You really need somebody who knows the rules inside and out when it comes to Muay Thai to properly officiate that sport. Because it's judged completely differently. It, uh, the criteria is completely different. Uh, if you just think it's like striking an MMA, it's not. You get points for defense in Muay Thai. So uh, it's it's really in-depth, and I don't know if we have the – how do I put it? The, the expertise in New England, or at least in Massachusetts, um, to actually properly officiate a Muay Thai fight. Um, it's what? just not, not, not like the, the real sport of Muay Thai. I think we're trying to make it into our own like MMA. Well, no, sport. no boundary does an all right job. I think. Yeah. I've never been to a no boundary fight. That's um, more of a, that's more a traditional Muay Thai. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I have no problem with, um, the officiating, uh, no boundary. I mean, sometimes the fights see them in the little. So One way I, or the other, but that happens so in you, MMA, too. I judged MMA for 10 years, right? I judged for the UFC. I judged for Bellator, for pretty much every promotion here in New England. Uh, so towards the end of my judging career, like two, three years ago, um, I took a class, a Muay Thai judging class. and With Alan Lau? <laughs> um, maybe three years ago. With Alan, um, Alan Lau? Well, Alan Lau put it on, and a Andy Kurzankowski, who's on the mic right now, was there. Myself, a couple other MMA judges were there, and we did like a full day, like eight hours of like training, watching videos, uh, kind of understanding that criteria, whatever. And it was eye opening uh, how you spoke. I just lost Lars. So posture is really important in Muay Thai. Balance is really important. Uh, defense can score points. Like it's it's not just uh, th there's a lot more to the nuances of of the sport than than we than we know about here in the United States, I believe. And the, the funny part is, if you actually like look at a Thai fight over actually in Thailand and Typically, it's like a five-round fight. The first round, they both both fighters take the fight off. They literally uh, just kind of like pitter-pat, kind of half spar, nothing aggressive happens. Because when that's going on, 
the 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 bookies or the, the guys taking bets in the stands, they're all trying to feel it out now, and they're taking more bets in that first round. So that first round is pretty much just a throwaway round in Thailand for Thai fights. Um, then the next four rounds, it gets hot and heavy. But I think it's like those weird nuances is uh, it makes a really interesting sport, and I'm a fan of it. Uh, I'm just not sure that like we have the expertise to judge it properly or to, to uh, officiate it properly as a referee here in the region yet. Like I think we're 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 learning, we're we're growing, but it's a risk right now. Oh, I understand. Yeah, um, but learn as you go. You know what I mean? I mean, what are you gonna do? You gotta have Muay Thai. Yep. Definitely. I think it's great. Yeah. All right. So I'm trying to uh, get all the results together on a little poster so I can just like put it out there. Um, so Lodge, you want to talk about this fight? It's third round, I think. Right. Am I, uh, am I thinking, am I right? Uh, fourth round. All right. Fourth so, round. So I can add these results after, uh, during the intimation, I can show everyone what happened. And then they can go to NewEnglandMMA.org for, um, you know, play the play-by-play -play and everything that happened in the fight. Except, you know, I'm just giving results. So. All right. You see the shirt? What so shirt? Like, like, I get a shirt every time I go to a show now. And this is, like, one of my favorites. Like, the green seems to fit really well. It's got a cool little shimmer to it. Cage Titans. Mike Colbert always doing good work when it comes to the marketing side of things. That's what he went to school for, I think. Um, yep. Talk. I know he was, he was, uh, I think he was a marketing, he was like major. A marketing sales guy, uh, in his previous life, uh, for some company, uh, cause him and I have a very similar background when it comes to that. We've both been in sales and, and marketing most of our careers. And now he owns Coops obviously, and does this. So, uh, you know, he's, he always does a good job, but like Mike has a really good eye when it comes to design and color and look and feel, and he integrates it in many different aspects of his promotion, which is really cool. And it changes from event to event. So like, for instance, every single event, he has custom shirts. Uh, he also has custom IPA. He has beers that he brews now. He has custom like uh, imagery on those cans. So you can literally go to a show and, and all the graphics on social media are, you know, aligned properly, right? So, you know, you can go to a show and get a, a one-of-a-kind t-shirt and a one-of-a-kind IPA that, you know, you could never, ever get again. And they all tie together in terms of theme and color and everything. And it's, it's, it's really well done. And it carries, you know, he has that kind of carry beyond just like social media and graphics, but also into like products that you can purchase physically at the venue, which, which I think is cool. Excellent. Well, I have to say that my stream is looking much better with the, the camera. Like it was off, like for as far as me, what I was seeing, um, thank God, either my phone fixed itself or what, but I'm seeing everything now and it looks great. What are you thinking about their stream? Tra uh, Travis Lars, uh yeah i mean it looks good so like the fact that they've done this on their own is pretty cool like it's like really good stuff um you know it's, it's just like you saw what what combat fc did 
last weekend, right, on their broadcast, and it's a different level. I mean, let, let's be honest, it's a different level. Um, but Combat FC obviously spends a lot of money on that and outsources it, whereas uh, Cage Titans, they run it all in-house. I'm sure it's better for profit margins and, you know, you can control it more, which I totally get. Um, but there's, I mean, there's, there's something to be said for, uh, you know, production value, but there's also something to be said for having the autonomy to make your own decisions and, you know, how you want to handle things. So it's two, and I love them both, to be honest, like the combat FC promote, uh, a broadcast last week on, on fight pass was killer. It was like, wow, this is a really high level regional promotion production. And then, uh, cage Titans, it's more of like a, a regional feel where, you know, you can almost feel the energy in the building. It's almost like you're there live and just like hanging out with your buddies and listening to it and watching it. Um, which is, I love that too. Like, so it's, it's a different feel. Um, but yeah. Oh, wow. She's coming back. Yeah. I told Ooh, you, I told you she wasn't finished. <clears throat> this is the fifth round. Let's go. I told you, you she her... wasn't done. It's fucking, it's big gloves, man. No, I'm glad that it's stopping now. I'm an idiot. No, you're not an idiot. You just feel for someone <laughs> taking damage. I know, I do. I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to the fourth round, but I, you know, the first three. I, you know, Ashley was doing, doing her thing. She slowed down a little bit, but she's still going forward. I'm trying to listen to their broadcast too a little bit in my last oh, year. All right, so one thing about this, the broadcast, I wish they had um either a gate on the mic so it could concentrate more thickness on their voices and a little yeah. less of the crowd around you. I mean, you like that live atmosphere, but you don't need that as much as I'm hearing it right now. I think they could tone that down, put some gate on the mics yeah. so it more focuses Great. more on what who's in front of you yeah like you hear the crowd too much and then also their voices are like like muffled i guess a little bit or there's some static involved in the voices you know what i'm talking about yeah sometimes like, when they go well, away like when they get excited uh i don't know about yeah. this but in the past they would like kind of yeah i mean I think it's a gate issue on on the mics. If you gated it so it only uh, hits a that, certain yeah, hits maybe. a certain plateau, um, it'll stop. You know what I mean? It'll it'll hit a certain gate. All right. But you got to be right on the Here's mic. Like Ashley, you think Barrett takes this? Oh, I think so. I think uh, uh, four to one, three to two. I have to say I didn't see the fourth round, so it's at least three to two. It could be four to one. Um, I didn't see the fourth round. I don't know where how the stream runs with um, Jeff updating, but I'm just waiting for that this last result, and then I'll post uh, all the results for the undercard. I would imagine there's going to be an intermission. Maybe Lars, um, I could find a video to throw up so uh, I can go out and and have a smoke <laughs> for uh, three minutes uh, because you know. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna take a break too. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll find something on uh YouTube or like something of ours to throw up there. Maybe our um maybe our promo from one card like four cards ago after COVID when uh we we you made that great fucking highlight um thing of Cage Titans, man. I wish 
Dude, you make. You remember when um we went to Cage Titans and you made that great highlight uh clip like a, it was like a five minute clip uh highlights of uh the show. I think it was outstanding, dude. It was some of the best work that I've seen. Like Thank really, you, really good. But we don't get the chance to do that because you you don't get the access that we did back then. You know what I mean? Some cards have streams, fight pass. Um, it's tough now. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, honestly, like, I really love doing that shit and, and filming, you know, some of that live stuff on site and, and editing it down to like two minutes. Like, it's a lot of work, man. Just shooting the video is a lot of work. And then the most of the work is when you get it back and you got to start editing it all and trying to put music to it and like have some impact to it. It's, but it, it's really creative for me. And I like, I like doing that stuff. All right, here, here's the results. Great fight, though. I mean, So we got 48, 47 for Ginsburg on the red, and then 49, 46 the other way from Loud. talking <laughs> wow people aren't like people, people aren't liking Mordecai, it hold on alan's i think alan is correct here so alan lao who is the muay thai referee and judges trainer in this region who i took his class knows this sport better than anybody else here in new england and he scored that 49-46 for uh, Barrett. I see, I see it close. Scored it for, Ginsburg and the third judge scored it 48-47 for Roscoe. That's that's a big discrepancy there. Normally you'd say, you know, why is Alan Lau so far off from the other two? But in this situation, I'm saying why are those two so far off from Alan Lau? Roscoe looks like she's from, um, she's from um, Citadel. Uh, Trevor Goody's it looked like Trevor Goody was in her well, corner, so she I, you know, and, she's and, local. I didn't watch that fight super close. It's it's you know it's kind of like going back and forth between bullshit and then looking at the fight. Uh, from what I saw, the first few rounds, Barrett definitely was uh, the more effective striker. And keep in mind, like with Muay Thai, it does matter when it comes to balance, when it comes to defense. When, you know, those small things matter in judging in Muay Thai, and I'm not sure if Ginsburg and that third judge understand those things because when I looked at those nuances that I just spoke of, uh, Barrett seemed to be the more focused and composed and technical fighter from a Muay Thai perspective, which plays into judging 
criteria. And I don't think she got, um, you know, respect for that from Ginsburg and the other one. I like your uh, input there, Lars. Um, I, what I saw, uh, I mean, I'm thinking, uh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> exactly. All right, I'm gonna take five. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna post. Oh, we uh, got we got the Halloween costume. Hold on, maybe we shouldn't go each yet. She is a purple Megatron. I don't know what she is. I don't know. Broadway Jiu-Jitsu. She's pretty. <laughs> Sorry. That might be where Danny, Danny Jefferson is from, too, but I might be wrong about that. So, all right. This guy? Bud Light guy. Who's the Bud Light guy? Whenever Mike turns off his mic, it cuts out all the audio. What does that mean? What are, what are you saying? I should have went to Joe Exotic. I would have won it all. Getting a little awkward. I'm gonna go take a break. Now. Yeah, go, yeah, go do your thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to uh, Cage Titans Instagram. When you come back, I'm gonna let you take over. When I can take a break, how's that sound? All right, cool. Yeah, do your thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna send the results from the prelims out. Why don't you just play a video for like five minutes? I will in a minute. I'll fi I'll figure something out. I just want to get these up for everyone and recap the the winners of um the prelims. Okay. So Cage Titans is having uh the Halloween costume. I don't know. I don't. I don't see anyone that's really dressed fucking more than buying a costume at Costco. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So where is this browse? Where are you? Oh no, I, I don't want that. Cancel that. All right. Laws is out having a cigarette. Oh, let me get his fucking his 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 uh, camera off if. Uh, I'm gonna put this up. I'm gonna put this up while he's gone. Just so everyone can see the fight card. Because we don't need to see Lars's empty fucking uh, room here. It's right there. Awesome. I'll put up the winners in a second until Lars gets back. Until Lars gets back. All right, let me go uh, retrieve the winners of tonight's fight card. Prelims.
So who won? I didn't even see who won the fucking... Um, I didn't see... Oh, 10 minutes. It's a 10-minute intermission, people. Um, go have a cigarette, a smoke. Um, I'm going to put up the winners when I find it. Uh, image. Okay, where are you? Image. There you go. Open. Okay. So here we go. Here are your uh, prelim winners here, right here. If I could shrink that down a little bit here. A lot of it. Uh, this is what happens when you live, people. You know what I mean? Shit like this. So we got 10 minutes of an intermission here. Um, so. All right, there are, right there, your prelim winners right there. So um, check them out. So I wish I could go to the, the, the intermission, but we got nine minutes of an intermission here, people. So uh, what else can I do here? So right now, Mike Polvere is in the cage talking about the main event and uh, the main card coming up, as you can see right now. Andrew Valdina against Rob Fuller. Uh, Jack, who's Andrew is making his pro debut. Jack Congdon against this Teague dude. Jack Congdon, as we all know, is the cage Titans amateur welterweight champion making his Pro debut tonight for Cage Titans. Pat Gilbride is back. He's fighting uh, Mr. Rooney, who I do believe is a main dude and has fought for Neff a couple of times. Then we have Jorge Vega making his pro MMA debut against Cage Titans heavyweight amateur champion Hassan Graham, who is also making his pro debut tonight. Then you got Marty Navis against... Felipe, who um, is out of, uh, I think, Team Link in um, in Springfield or uh, Grizzlies Wrestling. I'm not sure what his home base is at this point. Uh, but he's fighting Mr. Navis out of, out of Lausanne. And then um, we have the main event, Zach DeSab against Aaron Lacey. Um, that's going to be a fucking great fight. You know, DSAB is on the edge of making a contender spot or being called up to the UFC. I mean, the kid's a fucking beast. And he, um, he's a good fighter. So um, I would imagine he'll get his shot early 2023 if it comes away with a victory right here. So uh, let me look over here and see if I can uh, get on Cage Titans Instagram. And uh, maybe play a video of theirs while we got a few minutes left of intermission. Um, maybe I'll find their weigh-ins. That's what I'll do. I'll find Cage Titans weigh-ins. And I'll play the weigh-ins from yesterday. How's that sound? All right. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to play the Cage Titans weigh-ins from yesterday 
What is it? There we go. Cage Titans 56 weigh in. All right, that's what we're going to do. Ceremonial weigh ins. Oh, I'm going to place some of this. All right, our first MMA fight of the evening. Hold on. I'm going to throw this up right now, baby. And I'm going to go have a cigarette while you guys are watching this. So let me uh, turn that page down and let me get this in here. So I'm going to put this up and let you guys watch this while I go have a smoke. Oh, I should have put it over there, but I'm going to leave it right there. So this is the Cage Titans weigh-ins from yesterday. So I'm going to play this. And I'm going to go on my own intermission. So uh, let's go. First up to the scale, Craig Marston. There you go, people. I'll be right back. Five minutes. Five minutes, people, to the main card. So I'm just playing this for the next five minutes. He's ready to go. <laughs> He's drying off. Yeah, let's go, man. All right, let's go right here. Face forward. Face forward. Yep. Face forward on the camera. Stand right in the middle. Stand in the middle. Yep. Perfect. There we go. One hundred and seventy pounds for Craig Marston. Back. Back that way. Like, get him, yeah, come up this way from now. On. And his opponent. After, after him. Steve Hill. Yeah. Oh, Craig, you gotta step right here. Bright lights, what's going on, man? Here we go. The battle of the abs here. Yeah. 170 for Steve Hill. All right, boys. Here we go, right here in the middle. Yeah, there we go. I'll count you down, all right? Five, four, three, two, one. Face forward now, gentlemen. All right, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Craig Marston versus Steve Hill. First MMA fight of Cage Titans 56. Next up to the scale, Jim Carnes. All right, bring him here. Again. All right, here we go. Some of you. Okay. 155 for Jim Carnes. And his opponent, Greg Jones. Humble. <laughs> All right, Jonesy. What's going on, man? Right here. Face forward. You know the girl. No, face forward yet. There we go. 155 for Greg Jones. In the middle. Come on a little closer. A little closer on the way. There we go. I'll come to you Five, four, three, two, one. Face forward, gentlemen. Good luck tomorrow. Let's have some fun. Yep, face forward. Jim Carnes versus Greg Jones. Have fun. Good luck tomorrow. Next up to the scale, 
Tim Melvin. There you go, Jimmy. Solid guy, man. 170 pounds for Timmy Melvin. And his opponent, Will Doolin. All right. Right on the middle. Okay. 170 for Will Doolin. Step a little closer. Yep, there we go. Perfect. All right. He's wearing pink rocks, so I think he wins. <laughs> All right, guys. Timmy Melvin versus Will Doolin. Next up to the scale, Brian Ferguson. Hey. Oh, the biggest applause of the night. 170 for Brian Ferguson. And his opponent, Jimmy Wall. There you go. Right on it. All right. 170 for Timmy Wall. Turn forward, guys. Yep. Tomorrow. Yeah, face forward. Right here. Perfect. Woo. Brian Ferguson versus Timmy Walsh. Take your turn to circle for the guy. Oh, baby. No kidding. Next up to the scale, Eric. Oh, my apologies. Next up to the scale, Tyler Walsh. Come on, Martina. Nope, listen. No, Martina. Nope. 155 for Tyler Wolf. And his opponent, Bobby Baker. One fifty five for Bobby Baker. Face for now, guys. Good luck tomorrow. All right. Tyler Wolf versus Bobby Baker. Then they're ready to get from it. You're good. Next up to the scale. Eric Reyes. I'll see you one more time before you quit, all right? Boz, you back? I'm here. One fifty-five. Hey, Eric Reyes. All right, let me. All right, I just want to. His opponent. All right, let me, uh, I can't uh, show this and you at the same time, but did you see I was showing the weigh-ins? Right, one fifty-five So, has the main card started yet? Not yet. So I'm gonna play the rest of these weigh-ins. Uh, just sit tight, uh, sit uh, tight, Lars. Okay. They can hear us, can they? They can hear you if you talk. You can talk over them. Eric Reyes versus Zach 
They just can't see you right now. They, they're watching the weigh-ins. Next up to the scale, Danny Jefferson. So we're getting close to the main card, the uh, weigh-ins. One forty-five for Danny Jefferson and his opponent, Phil Locino. So Lars, I posted the results. I don't know if you can see them, but it does have the judges' scores on there. So I would imagine Jeff Clock put that up there because he might have thought, um, you know, something was wrong with them scores too. Um. Cage Titans is uh, asking us questions on the feed. I love it. Good luck tomorrow. Have some fun. I'm still not a fan of the song. Danny Jefferson <laughs> versus Phil Lucino. Yeah, you can hear, hear Mike saying something under his breath. That's awesome. Hey, dude, Lars, this is the kind of mic miking up they should have for the commentary. This is the kind of uh, com kind of mics they should have hooked up to the commentary. You could there's a gate on it. It's you can't hear the crowd or no one in the background. It's just their voices. But um, Mike or Cage Titans did ask us how the audio is, as far as the fights. All right, we're going to come up to the Rob Fuller uh, thing right now. Um, right after this, Ashley Barrett and the Roscoe girl. And we can hear um, we can hear Rob Fuller throw some F-bombs, and then we're out of here. We're coming back to the main card. Turn forward. Intense. All right. I'm sweating here. Come on, let's wrap it up here. Megan Rocco <laughs> versus Ashley Barrett for the inaugural Flyweight Women's Muay Thai Championship. All right, have fun tomorrow. Thank you, Russ. Oh, that girl's tall. Yeah, you can't fucking wait that long. Oh, hey, hey. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> the main card. Our first professional fight of the evening for Cage Titans 56. First up to the scale, Rob Fuller. It gets, it gets interesting. 137 for Rob Fuller. And his opponent, Andrew Valdina. 136 for Andrew Valdina. There you go. Here he comes down. Be nice, guys. Be nice. Don't be nice. All right. All right. All right. Security in doing it all. Call it out. Come on. Rob Fuller versus Andrew Baldino. Yeah. 
that's just that's a stare down right there. I might get banned out of Facebook for that. All right, we out of there. Yeah, your mom is a bum, son. Oh my lord! Dying. <laughs> All right, have it. All right, uh, Lars. Uh, should we? Uh, the main, uh, the main card is starting right now, so we're gonna we're gonna get out of the weigh-ins here, and uh, and we're gonna get back to uh, work here. But Lars, uh, getting back at that Ashley Barrett, so it does have the names here of the judges, and um, no, oh. it, it it just has their oh. their fighter names. All right, well, can you make sense of uh, who scored what there? Doesn't matter. Ginsburg scored for Roscoe 48-47. Lau had it 49-46 the other way for Barrett. And the third judge, who I, I couldn't hear who it was. So essentially, um, uh, um, he gave um, Roscoe the fifth round. That's about it, right? I would think, yeah. Yeah, so I think Allen is right on the money because that's where we missed the fourth round and we thought um, Barrett won the first three. But mm -hmm. we didn't, again, we didn't watch the fight as closely as we could. All we saw was like Barat. We didn't oh. see. Rob, Did you see this walkout? Yeah, Rob Fuller. I can't show it though. Who is that? Is that Andrew or Rob Fuller? I think it's Fuller. What do you mean this walkout? What's he got on? Fucking sweatsuit? You seeing this? Yeah, I see. I can't like uh, maybe yours yeah. is bigger than mine. Oh, he's in costume. <laughs> Rob Fuller bringing it. I love it. I love it, man. Well, his kids are with him. His wife's with him. He travels in uh with the family. This is like a vacation to him, Lodge. We know, you know what I mean. Uh, he's had many vacations for uh Cage Titans. So before this fight starts, Lars, what is your fun fact? What is all right? Go ahead. Fun fact: I gave. I gave Rob Fuller and his wife a ride one time from the venue in Plymouth to the uh, fighter hotel. <laughs> really? What what was said yeah, on that really nice what guy. was said on that ride? Like uh, you know, just talk about the scenery and uh, everything else is, is going on other yeah, than fighting. Was, I think it was after weigh-ins. And uh Travis and I were staying at the fighter hotel that night and we had a car and He's from Colorado, so he didn't. So we just gave him a ride and shot the shit on the, on the ride over there. Seemed like a really good dude. Cam Arnold in Rob Fuller's corner. Okay. Kill Cam. I saw Cam call out Will Smith recently, or maybe a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I saw um, that too. That's a good fight. I like that fight. You know, so Rob Fuller is what, like two and sixteen? No, he doesn't and have sixteen losses. I think he's like two and ten or two and ten. Look it up. Tell me. Uh, um, but this guy has fought nobody but killers in our region for like five or six years now, and you know he definitely uh, deserves respect. He saves a lot of fights. He uh, he's always a game opponent. He's not just gonna roll over. He may not be the most technical fighter you're ever going to see, but he throws hands. He can clip you. He can knock you out. Uh, and he's going to show up. Um, oh, he's got a haircut too, man. I look, look, and shaved. Mr. Fuller looks, looks like a whole new person over there. I know, right? 
Good for him. Um, you know, remember us talking about this fight? Like, he's dangerous. This guy. I mean, he he so gets interesting. He's got he's got Cam Arnold, and um, who's the tall guy there? Just putting Vasily in his face. He's from CMBJJ up in uh, Auburn, Maine. Um, yeah, but sometimes oh. they just volunteer to be their corner or their you know their. The grease man, you know what I mean? It's like it's just I don't like, think they have any other fighters there. I think they literally did Cam and and uh I mean Zach uh Zach Zach, Zach usually does that, like does Fuller's corner. Maybe Zach's not available tonight. Maybe he's doing something else. Or maybe Rob's fought here enough where he has got friends now and people are willing to show up. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. I mean I mean in Cage Titans in the back, I mean We've seen um, uh, people come out with a lot of, uh, you know, out of town and guys that, you know, kind of come in here to fight our amateurs and they need corner people and there's, there's guys in the back willing to help them out. You know what I mean? It's all neutral when uh, when the cage closes. Yep. So here comes Valdina making his pro debut. He's a popular, popular kid, man. Uh, and he looks good, man. He's a good, he's a good looking fighter. So uh, Travis can't watch any of this. He's uh, he's kind of watching the play-by-play -play or looking at it every so often, poor thing. Yeah, I assume so. He's got Joe Lozon in his corner. And... Simmons, probably. Oh, uh, oh um, Tyler Maynard, I think, is, is with him. Speaking of great mustaches, look at Andrew Valdina's mustache. Look at Jesus his... Look at his hair. He's got some good hair. I like that haircut. That's what I'm going for. Look, did you see Lars that I'm having the back grow? Oh, wow. Look at that. Jeez, you're right. Do you see that growing a little bit? That's what we're doing yeah, now. Yeah. Do you see that happening? Whoa, whoa. You got a little tight on the sides there. Dude, it's fucking you, up. You need a little more hair up top. Dude, do the Valdina. I'm going for the Valdina hair, man. That is fucking hot shit right there, the bro. The hair on top. Yeah, it's gonna get long. Yeah, I know what you mean, but he he doesn't cut it much. It's just uh, my hair doesn't grow like fucking it used to when I was a wildflower no. as a young kid. Does AARP give you uh, like coupons for? Yeah, they send me something growth? like once a month. Actually, I I went. My daughter loves Savers. I went to Savers and I got fucking the senior discount on the Tuesday because it's senior day on <laughs> Tuesday. My daughter laughed her ass. She goes, "They gave me the senior discount, fucking." Dead. I got a haircut today. I think I look damn good for 56 years old. I haven't been to the gym in three months. I uh, started playing drums again, which is my workout, but I need to get back at the gym. But I think I look pretty good for a 56-year-old fucking miserable yeah. motherfucker, man. That's all I got to say. I think you're pretty hot. <laughs> so rumor has that Rob Fuller asked for a catch weight a couple hours prior to weigh-ins. Rob Fuller is 42 years old, by the way. I didn't know that. Valdina still hit the mark at 136. So would Rob Rob weigh in it? 
And it says 137. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, who knows? But he did have a long time to prepare. He, that. he, he did have, be asking for a test weight if he weighed in at 137. He did have a long time to re, uh, prepare for this fight. It's been booked a while, so. I like I like Andy Katzikowski's fucking hair too, man. He got a haircut. Look at that. Andy yep. looks good, dude. I like that. Slim and trim too. Yeah, it works out. Andy's doing com uh, he's doing uh comedy now. Lars, I did tell you offline that I got a lot of people interested, a lot of comedians in Rhode Island and and around the New England area that are interested in coming down to my podcast. I got I'm talking to. Two or three of them on Monday and Tuesday, and we're gonna work schedules out. And uh, I'm gonna have comedians in here maybe every once, every week, twice, oh, every once every couple of weeks, maybe one or two at a time. I think it's gonna be fun. I, you know, I, I could probably, I could probably turn them on to MMA a little bit, and vice versa. Get the, you know, uh, you know, grow, yeah. grow a little hair everywhere. So, I love it. I think it mixes well. So, what's your, uh, what's your, um, What's your uh, opinion about this fight coming in, Lars? It's about to start. Um, so if I was Andrew Valdina, I would knock it in a firefight with Rob Fuller. I'd be very tactical. I would... Um, Leg kicks? Use your, use your, Valdina is very fast. Use your speed advantage. Use your angles. Get in, get out. Don't fuck around in the pocket. Um, and have some fun. One thing I see Rob do when he first comes out, he throws a, like a couple of leg kicks. Real good ones, too. So right. I see that happening right away. And then he keeps his chin up and he fucking starts swinging for the fences. Yeah, he can't help it. It's in his blood. There we go. Andrew Baldina. Pro debut. Goes for a double leg. Gets well, it. right away. Working to the back. Fuller oh. does not have the highest level of grappling from what I've seen. No, and Andrew has his back. Oh, uh, he's flattened out. With hooks in right now. Rob's got good hand control, but that can only last for so long. Yeah, Andrew's going to get uh, posture up a little bit. He's going to start, when he gets his hands free, he's going to start... Throwing some punches. Uh, he's got plenty of time here. He's looking at his coaches, telling him basically relax, let that come. There's a lot of time. First minute of a five round yeah. pro fight here. So, and uh, that has taken something out of Rob. And Rob is not trying to, you know, well, he might be trying to, but it doesn't show that he's trying to, you know, get out of this. Just hold um, Andrew's arms so Andrew can't hit him. So keep in mind the bad blood at weigh-ins here, right? Andrew's got an arm free. His left arm. Oh, he's got both yeah, of his arms free arm now. Free. He's ran down some big punches. Just one arm free. He'll... Fuller turns to his back. Oh, had an arm choke. Yeah, Andrew Rob might Diana. have an... He he's going he's for it. it. Andrew's got the... Had an arm choke right he's now. He's going to free that leg. He's going to free that leg. Oh. He's not laying down though. He doesn't have the position. He's going for it right now, but I think he's gonna lay down. It's over now. There it yeah, is. There it is. Now he lays down. He's yeah. gotta put the pressure on it. 
I would go right back to Mount, start fucking pounding on him yeah, right here. There he is. It's over. There it is. Nice job, Andrew. Put him out. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, Andrew, uh, you know, I'm not getting the firefight. I fucking uh, go for the takedown. Done. Yeah, he's going out here. He ta oh, he taps his own face. It's like I'm tapping out my own face. Yeah, Andrew adjusted that choke. That's great, man. Yeah, Tom Scon's out of the raft in here, too. Who I don't think he's wrapped in multiple years. Once Fuller was out, he grabbed his legs and pulled them up to, like, I saw that. rush blood back to his head. You don't do that in the United States. You don't, as yeah, a referee, don't touch you're not told to, like, grab their legs and, like, force blood flow to their head. You sit there and wait till the doctors come in to handle things. So that was kind of weird, but... I think it's... Um, I think it's... Gonna say, Andrew Valdin is a fucking stud. I, I think, love this kid. I think he's got a bright future. Um, you know, that that was... You know, that, he's on a different level than Rob Fuller, even if it's his pro debut. Um, but he'll be... He'll be somebody we're, we're watching... You know, for hopefully years to come and get to the next level. I'm gonna chew on some uh, some peanuts now, some uh, shelled peanuts. Yeah, Lar um, you know we've seen Fuller get choked out a lot in cages, but that surprised the shit out of him. He thought he was maybe gonna get in a fucking you know a, a firefight for a couple of seconds right. there, and he got taken right down and submitted. Fuck it. Probably the smart thing to do for Valdina. Yeah. Get, get your first W. Get out of there. Don't don't fuck around on the feet. Got the, got the debut jitters out. Now it's time to step up level of competition in the next fight. And, uh, you know, keep progressing. But I love, I love Valdina. He's fun. He's only going to get better. So who we got on the floor over there, Lars? We got Jeff Clark. Just Jeff. Is he on his own tonight? Jeff Clark. I did see that Brendan Motorboats is in the house with a buddy watching. Kate said not working, just hanging out, having a blast. Has um have they met before, Boats and uh and Clark? I don't think so. So I would imagine Boats went by the table. I would imagine De uh Jeff's got like a spot to sit in and with his computer, right? Oh, Dean is a really cool dude, too, man. Like, every time I see him, like, he goes out of his way to, like, come up and say hi. And, you know, he's very courteous. Brought up very well. Well-mannered. Brought up very well. Chap. Yeah. Brought up very well. <laughs> Good for him. Now he's going to go party. Starts off the main card. Gets a finish. First round. 
Let's go. Let's get out of here. Let's get to the after party, Lars. <laughs> uh, this is going to be very aggressive and maybe uncomfortable to watch. Do you know this dude? Who is this dude? Paul Teague. I think he's like one and two, maybe MMA. He's got a. I think he's got a bare knuckle loss. As well, or maybe a win. I don't know. But if you look at Jack Congdon, he is the Ivan Drago of New England MMA right now. And uh kid is massive. I shook his hand one time, and it was just like, his hand just like engulfed mine. It made me feel real inferior. Oh, poor thing. It's good. I'm really good. I'm gonna check out Cage Titans uh Instagram real quick and uh see some of their um there it is right there. Check out some of their uh oh. footage. Uh, did you give a fighter credit for the the stream tonight? Yes did I did. Yes I did. Did you? Oh yeah. Did you put in? I can't tell you. Why would I <laughs> that would that would like ruin it for like the other guys they'd be like oh come on <laughs> you know what i mean you want to tell me <laughs> did you put one no, in? Like, you tell me i'm not gonna tell you all right well i'll tell you off the air i won't tell you now but i'll tell you off the air i can give you a hint you want a hint and will you give me a hint sure this is the only fighter i interviewed for this card <laughs> What, no comment? Trying to think. What are you, an asshole? You didn't even watch the fucking interview? No, no I think I didn't. It was more of a podcast with his coach. Fighting someone you we tried to manage. Tonight. Oh. Jorge Vega. I gave Jorge yeah, yeah. Vega the fucking guy. What am I going to fucking do here? <laughs> what? You did do? No, no. Oh. I might, I might have given it to his opponent. <laughs> oh, you douchebag. But that's funny. All right, so I just played a little uh, Cage Titans uh, there. Uh... Oh, here we go. I just played their um, their little uh, highlight highlight thing. And new Megan Roscoe. Congratulations, though. I mean, can't take yes. nothing, can't take nothing away from her. We thought she was done. No, she's got the strap. It's all that matters. Thought she was done with Ashley's punches, but well coached. Both of these ladies, both of these young ladies. Wow, the ring girls are looking hot. Look at that. An angel and a devil fucking kill me right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See, I'm showing Instagram shit right now, man, of uh, their highlights and the knockouts and shit. I like this, man. We got it working. We got it working. I got the results from the... Early card, but I'm going to take them down and stop putting out 
results of the main card. going on Lars we can't see you Lars right now because I'm playing a bunch of highlights I know I've noticed that isn't it cool though I got shit work yeah looks good we'll work we'll work it'll get better down the line I got I told you we got comedians coming in real soon yeah I'm a comedian <laughs> so I think Jack Congdon wins via TKO ground and pound at 48 seconds of the first round that's a good. Uh, that's a good. Uh, what do you got? I have, box on I have Jack Congdon rear naked choke a minute and thirty into the first round. Okay, submission takes priority over time. So I got TKO. You got submission. All right. Yes. If he wins by decision, neither oh, one. Oh, that guy just like fucking. The guy just threw up in that guy's arm. Or something. I don't know what just happened. I have to check that out again sometime. <laughs> Either he spit blood out or fucking had a little vomiting action <laughs> on his arm. I don't know. Kind of confused about what happened there. They had some grappling going on today. We didn't um, we didn't highlight any of that, but there were some kids that went on today. I don't know how many grappling matches there were, but there was two. Uh, there was a draw between two young gentlemen here that look can't look older than eight years old, which. Um, Good for them. Oh, here they are walking out. Look at you, kids. Good test them. They have their birth certificates. <laughs> their dads, I'm sure, are fucking killers. BJJ killers. Uh, so anyway, all right. Oh, f um, Paul Teague is going to get absolutely yeah, we, 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 we know this already. All right, here we go. It's not going to be. Jack Congdon making his pro debut. Cage Titans... Former amateur welterweight What? He can call in. He's just got to accept it. I think it'll come right back. He'll flash right on. I think he's home. Let's see what happens. Tom Sconzo. Yeah, as soon as he comes on, the, the screen will uh, split. I might have to... Um, rearrange it a little bit, but it's all good. All right, here we go. Touch gloves, center of the cage. Teague throwing some weird stuff. Yeah, hitting kneecaps. Hitting flippy kicks. Oh, dude, that ain't gonna work, man. And then he just got fucking. Oh, this is not even. This is not even. Well, he's going for a leg lock right here. What is? Right yeah, he's just grabbing out. Like, what are you thinking? Oh my God, he took fucking Congdon. Like, Congdon is just so much stronger and bigger. He's Cong gonna have his way with him. Congdon's probably like, what him. is this guy trying to do? It's gonna stun him. Well, he's making oh. it a dirty fight, but he's stunning him. Yeah. Elbow, elbow. Yeah. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Congdon's on top of him. Yeah, oh, yeah, get off me. They called it. Fight over. Dude, man, who the fuck was that guy? What was that? Awful matchup. I mean, that was worse than Robert Fuller. But what are you going to do? Uh, that guy was... Traps don't work. What? What's yeah, up? Yeah, no, no, you know, it's... Eh, I don't love it. Like, yeah, Jack Conlon is making his debut. 
and you want to give them kind of like an easy easy move into the pro ranks. But what does that do for him in his career? Like, that did nothing for him. Uh, he, I, I, he got the experience, but that was a that was an ugly... Was that, like, what, what, just what, like, what, a, you know... What experience but, did he get there? Not much, but... Um, <laughs> not like zero. I don't know what to say. I mean, he got some money, now he's getting paid, which is cool. But like, <clears throat> in terms of... I don't know. In, in terms of like progressing in his career, I don't know how that helps him out. I mean, it, it, and everything it, and I mean, as far as far as an MMA fan, and we know what's going on as far as want to see matchups and shit. Kind of sucks on our ends. We want to see a competitive fight, but the fans right there, they don't give a fuck. They didn't care if he took that kid's head off in like one minute. They don't care if that kid came in there with fucking crutches. They're there to see. They're there to see. You're in a wheelchair. You they, can stay in the wheelchair. They don't the fucking care. They're there to see Jack Condon make his pro debut and fucking know. squash someone. Even though I'd rather see him go against a little more competitive fight, I could see why it happens. Jack Condon is a scary, scary dude, though. He's definitely got a chance to uh, to make some serious. Dude, I mean, look how big he is. Lars. Lars. Like fucking Lars, listen, I have to go right back to that opponent. Who the fuck was that dude? He was throwing spinning shit to like. He looked like a homeless guy, like fighting on like. Sorry. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're not. You're not far off. I'm just gonna bite my tongue. I've said enough about it. It's. I'm, I'm sure it's not easy. Finding. No, I understand Jack the game, bro. I'm just I, that's what I do. I joke well, I mean, on like, I, I joke on people. And I, I I get it. Like let's let's build guys up and like take steps up in competition. But like that was probably the easiest fight Jack Congdon's had in his whole career, amateur included. So I think he was what five and zero as an amateur, and that was the worst guy out of all those five guys. Yeah, it was. So. And like you kind of work your way up in, in those five amateur fights and you're you got a belt and you're doing some really cool shit. And then all right, time time to go pro. But then you go back to the end of the line and say, I want somebody easier than the easiest guy I've ever fought. Like I just that doesn't make sense to me. Hey, when is um when is the next Cage Titans card? Any idea? Um, not January, February. There's not another uh, one after no, tonight. I, I think it's going to be December. Oh, so they have another one coming. Maybe. I don't know. I don't. Don't quote me. Hold on. One second. Jack Cognit is the most gentleman dude on the mic. The most humble. Kid, when he's talking on the mic, this dude's a fucking. This dude is the Drago of fucking New England, like you said. Let's face it, anyone they put him in there against, I mean, he would have fucking killed anyway, but. Yeah, he's, um, he's a scary dude. He's got a very bright future. It's going to be tough getting in fights. I'm sure there's someone from Maine that would fight him. Them guys will fight anybody. 
I guess the good thing that we do have here in, in the Northeast and New England and the Northeast is that we do have a pretty deep 170 division. So there are opportunities for, for Jack to, you know, test himself here in the region with local guys as well. Um, but yeah, let's see. We've got Chris Rooney versus Pat Gilbride coming up. Chris Rooney, the Vermonter, who comes in shredded every time. Whoa, whoa with the American flag onesie and a American flag cowboy hat. What was his last fight against Mo Kanani? Yeah, he's Did, doing it. Didn't Mo Kanani knock him out pretty quickly at Nef? I kind of like what's going on right now. Man, are you, are you having some like homo homo sure. homo tendencies Halloween. right now fuck this really jesus you're all over this guy's fucking abs and shit look, i mean look at he looks the part right all right so didn't mo kanani knock him out and neff yeah i think mo's debut he uh beat him via tko Yeah, this guy is shredded, though. There's Zach Searle. Worst record ever as a quarterman. He's a, he's a fucking... Zach Searle's quarterman record is atrocious. Zach, Zach, Zach Shirley is a is an a-hole licker. I think officially it's like 3 in 72, I believe. <laughs> I'm serious. <coughs> Actually, like Jay Ellis's record. He's cornered Jay Ellis multiple we, times. We know that. But, you know, I, I guess Zach and I, like, we go back and forth and we bullshit with each other. But, like, he does a good thing. Like, he, he gives out-of-town fighters, uh, you know, somebody to have in their corner. And, you know, it's, he's providing a service. It's a really good thing. Yeah, service, all right. A lot of times these guys fly in from wherever. They have one corner. Fly in the die. And <laughs> like, all right, here's another guy who knows the scene. I'll help you out. Why not? Pat Gilbride coming off two losses in a row. Last fight was against Lana Young. I think he got injured in that fight. Lozon MMA product. Kids, kids good. Let's see how he bounces back here. Great jiu-jitsu. Great jiu-jitsu. And he gets his work at Lozon's, like you said. I think, um, I'm not sure who's jiu-jitsu coach is. Maybe Danny Savory. Danny Savory right yeah. behind him. That's his jiu-jitsu coach. There you go. Gio Lozon in his corner. I'm over here pigging out on peanuts. Shout out to one of the guys who managed Dan. 
Damian Nelson. What happened? Trying to get him a fight. We got guys ducking him left and right. Say that again. Uh, you cut out for a second. Say what? Say that again. Sucks. I said shout out to Damian Nelson, one of the guys that we manage. Um, Dynamite Damian Nelson. He trains uh, with Ray Longo, Chris Wyvin, Matt, Sarah. AJ, AJ, AJ Sterling. What's that? The 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 bantamweight champ Sterling also uh, trains out of Los, out of uh, Longo, right? Yeah, they're good friends. They're both from Jamaica originally, but we've been we've been grinding trying to get them a fight. We might have a fight locked up. <clears throat> We're trying to get a fight with uh, Tom Pags. They turned it down. Um, Did they get a fight with Nate Reed? He took somebody else. So it's just like one thing after another. But we'll, we'll get him a fight. We got, I, we got something lined up, I believe. So I think we're in a good spot. But um, he's a tough – he's 3-1, and one, killer 145-er. He's 3-1 and one coming off a loss, and no one wants to fight him. Because um, you peel back the onion, you see what you're really dealing with. And uh, I, I feel for the kid. Like, he's young. He's like, we got a plan for where we want to get him, and we just can't get him a fight just because – Guys won't accept it. There's a lot of uh, fighters like that around. It just, uh, they get to a certain point and people duck them and they talk shit. Oh, I'll fight you. And when the time comes to sign the contract, uh, they don't want it. They're nowhere to be found. They're injured or they got another fight lined up. And, and you know, some people, there are, right. there are fighters out there that say the same thing about the fighters. Or a couple of fighters we manage, or our management um, company as a, as a whole, as we we duck people here or there. Which um, no, we look for the best opportunity, the best fight, and the you know we're looking out for the fighter's future. I mean, we're not just going to take a matchup yeah. because you think it's good on paper and your promotion thinks it's fucking something to do. No, um, we're going to look out for the best interest and the best opportunity to. Uh, Make our fighters. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, Rooney, so we got Gilbride Rooney going on right now. Uh, Gilbride keeping his distance. Rooney throwing some uh, feints and leg kicks here and there. Just keeping the distance because he knows um, if Gilbride gets close, he's going to take him down and his uh, jiu-jitsu is definitely going to take over. So Rooney's best chance right here is definitely on the feet. You're breaking up, brother. Is it me or you? I think it's you. We got Rooney 0-2, Gilbride 3-2 coming off two losses. Um, both guys feeling each other out right now. Gilbride with a big, big it's punch. On his ass. Yep. He's going in for the kill. Rooney's recovering. Nice big shot, though. Trying to grab for a guard. He's got a butterfly hook in. Oh, Gilbride's trying. Got half guard or close to it. Oh, looking for side. Gilbride's side control. 
Oh, and he's got the side. He's got him. Oh, Rooney got up to his knees and is on his uh, back to his feet. Oh, Gilbride's trying to hit the back. Rooney's doing a good job defending, turning into him. Beautiful left hook by Gilbride. Yeah, to stop this uh, Rooney's got to take him off. Oh, he's getting the back. Rooney's going to Oh, now it's over. No, Rooney turns into it. Oh, Gilbride going for a triangle. Yeah, he's, he's high. He's got it. Over. He's got it locked in, man. This is over. He's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna turn him over. over That's soon. it. Yeah. Tap. 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 Pac Gilbride, nice comeback win. Chris Rooney definitely put up a nice fight. Uh, falls to 0-3. Gilbride improves to four and two. Big left hook from Gilbride to stop that whole scenario off. off. Yep. And then it was all Gilbride from there. Yep. Love it. Gilbride kept his composure, too. I mean, he didn't rush things. He got to side, and he had him in the, what, the seatbelt position, throwing some uh, some lefts. Yep. And then, um, hats off the Rooney, man. He got back to his feet, you know what I mean? Against, a, you know, I think uh, Gilbride's a brown belt, maybe a black belt, but a high brown belt under... Uh, He's a double black belt. Yeah. He's is got he? two black. He's got, like... He wears two on top of each other. What are you doing? Fuck does that mean? Like in Halloween? I'll bring it back. All right, again? What are you going to take? Gotta, it? Gonna go You're going to take a shit? Break. Again? When, hey, all right, when, when you come back, I'm taking. I'm going for a smoke break. Okay. All right? Figure out the stream. You keep breaking up here. It ain't me, dude. It ain't me. Maybe you're going to fucking call me back. Maybe, you, maybe your Wi-Fi no. sucks. Let me give dial-up. What's that mean? Dial-up? Dial-up internet? You look good to me. <laughs> Alright, get him the fuck out of it. There we are. We got the thing back up here. So, Pat Gilbride, first round. Submission win. Good for you, bro. You're back. Four and two. And the angel puts the medal on him. <laughs> oh, that's great. What a great shot. The fucking ring girls are dressed as angels and devils. And uh, one on each side. That is a fucking great picture. Cupcakes interviewing Mr. Gilbride as we speak. Good for him.
So right now, Pat Gilbride is uh, having a post-fight talk. Um, I don't know exactly what he's saying, but it's probably something very emotional. Let me raise up here. So, Pat Gilbride just donated his fight purse. I don't know who it was to, um, but you'll have to watch the stream or check out the Instagram of Cage Titans, which I'm sure that after um, that post-fight speech will be, part of it will be on there. So check that out. Um, so if you're just tuning in, oh, let me shut that down. I'm so sorry. Heavyweight's coming up. Jorge Vega against Hassan Graham, both making their pro debut. Uh, just to recap, Andrew Valdina had a first round arm triangle submission win. Jack Congdon, um, I, th I forgot how he beat it. Uh, ground and pound, I forgot. I'm sorry. And um, first round demolition. And then um, Pat Gilbride just had um, a finish in the first round. And now we have the heavyweights making their pro debuts coming in to Cage Titans 56. Jorge Vega was on my podcast with his coach, Matt Santos, from Santos BJJ and MMA in Pawtucket. And uh, he's 3-0 as a pro Muay Thai fighter under Lion Fight Promotions. All knockouts from him. So it's going to be interesting to see Mr... Vega make his MMA pro debut and see what he has as far as uh, the ground game if it gets there. But we're heavyweights. Usually doesn't hit the ground unless one person is unconscious. So um, that's about it. Andy uh, given some knowledge about some heavyweights in the past. I think he was talking about some UFC or Pride heavyweights. I thought I heard Mark Coleman's name uh, mentioned in there. I don't know the association, but you have to listen to the stream to find it. So, so far, all three... Pro fights have ended in the first round.
So Hassan definitely has the height and uh, the reach. And I'm not sure about the weight. I think they just said Jose Vega, Jorge Vega weighed in at 250 pounds. So uh, the heavyweight limit is, what, 265? So uh, if Hassan is, you know, the limit, it's only 15 pounds. It's not much when we are heavyweights. But um, there's my boys, Matt Santos and George Tebow from... Santos, MMA, and BJJ. Very large, very large individuals, Andy says. That's kind of funny. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. Oh, Lars is almost back. Okay, so uh, I'm trying to get the main card up, and uh, the check marks will be the winners. I can't tell you how they won. Because I fucking totally forgot already. But there's all first round finishes so far for the main card at Cage Titan. So I'm going to put that right there. And I'll add more check marks to the winners on the stream tonight. So um, bear with me, people. I am producing this whole goddamn show. And I wait for Lars to get back so I can go out and have my own smoke and he can uh, commentate on what's going on in this next pro fight, which will be Jorge Vega against Hassan Graham making pro debuts, both of these guys. As we know, Hassan Graham is the Cage Titans heavyweight amateur champion. Um... And after he won that title, he went right to Pro, which he's making his debut tonight for Cage Titans. Laz, where you at? I need to have a I need to have a, a smoke. I need you to commentate this fight while I go out. Alright. Alright. So Jorge Vega, right? Hassan Graham? Yep. Pro debuts for both. I'm gonna run outside. I got uh the results from the first three fights. You might be able to recap it. They were all submissions, right? The first, uh, the first three pro fights. 
Hey, you just cut out I'm again. the one via TKR. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. All right, I'm going to run outside, watch it out there for a couple of minutes. But the floor is yours, Lars. I'll be listening. The heavy waves. <laughs> Feeling each other out. Vega looks very comfortable in there. Good exchange. Both guys seem like they're very comfortable right now. Throwing some haymakers, all right. Graham's getting a little wild. But Graham hits him with a one-two and he ends it. That was a quick stop. Oh, no, he looks like he's pretty much out. Hassan Graham, guy's the real deal. Somebody definitely keep your eye on in the region uh, moving forward. Hassan Graham, heavyweight division. It's pretty, I won't say it's easy, but it's you get you get a much quicker path to the next level when you're a heavyweight versus some of these other weight classes. And Hassan Graham seems to have hit him with like a right hook behind the ear, stunned him, hit him with an uppercut, then an, uh, a right cross, put him against the cage and flattened him. Good stoppage. Initially, I thought it was quick, but I think it's a good stoppage. Right behind the ear, uppercut. Hassan Graham is the real deal, man. Jesus. <clears throat> Scary, scary, scary dude. KO finish in what? 30, 45 seconds maybe? Man, he's big, he's got hands, he's a guy to keep an eye on. I like what Hassan, Hassan Graham is bringing to the table right now. Jorge Vega, I don't know much about him, I know he's got some hands, he's a good striker, and uh, Hassan Graham just outstriked him. Hassan's got probably what, six, seven inches on him? Um, good debut for Hassan Graham. The Bounty Hunter, 1-0. You're going to eat a grape for Hassan Graham. Who's out there? Who wants to bullshit? Jared Kelly, you out there, brother? Hassan, the bounty hunter, Graham, 1-0 as a heavyweight pro now. Very impressive pro debut.
definitely somebody who I think has a chance to get to the next level here in the region. Johnny Cupcakes Campbell interviewing the song Graham in the ring right now, the cage right now. Hassan is a scary, scary dude. Mike Polver jumps in, gets a few words in with Hassan Graham. Western Mass's own Hassan, the bounty hunter Graham. Who's out there? Who wants to talk some bullshit? Come on, comment, I'm looking at it. All right, so upcoming cards, we got uh, NEF, November 12th, Portland, Maine. We'll be up there for that, covering it, a lot of coverage. Then we're going to uh, CES in Rhode Island the following week. Then we got, uh, oh, you know what, CES and Combat Zone are the same night, I believe. Or maybe, anyway, we got CES, I think, on that Thursday, and then maybe Combat Zone that Friday, that same weekend. Uh, and then after that, I think there's kind of a lull. We might see Cage Titans back before the end of the year, but they might be waiting until January. Combat FC is going to be back doing their thing in February. Got an active couple weeks here. A few fights left. <clears throat> Sage Philippe versus Marty Navis is going to be a great fight. This is um, a matchup that I kind of circled. And then we got the main events after this. Aaron Lacey versus Zach DiSabatino. No Navis. So we got Sage Felipe, who's 1-3. But don't let that make a fool you. Uh, kids a stud. Marty Navis, five and two. Obviously a stud trains at a lows on MMA. This um on on paper, like you're looking at the records and you're like, man, what's going on here? But in reality, it's a pretty good fight. Right, Steve? 
Yes, I'm back, Lars. Thank you so much for taking over. I heard you outside. I was watching the stream on one phone, and I was watching our YouTube on the other phone. So I got uh, I got a lot of things going on here. You did a great job. I um, I saw that Hassan Graham had a KO in uh, pretty quickly in the first round. He looked really good. Didn't uh, did he get? He looked really, really good. Did Jorge? Uh, did go with um? Did he land one shot okay. at all? I thought he landed one shot, but maybe I'm wrong. He hit Vega with a uh, a right hook behind the ear, uh, which kind of stunned Vega. But then Hassan followed up with a right uppercut, landed clean, sent Vega back against the cage. Then uh, Graham hit him with a right cross, put him to the canvas, and uh, followed up with some ground and pound for the ref jumped in. Initially, I thought it was a quick stoppage, but I think it was a good stoppage there. Um, he looked really, really good. Marty Navis, Sage Felipe, both 28 years old. Felipe, 5'10", Marty Navis, 6 feet tall. Uh, Sage missed weight by a pound. He looks like he came in at 172. Navis came in at 170. Uh, Sage has got a 73-inch reach versus Navis' 72, which is strange because Navis has the height advantage, but he's uh, got the one-inch deficit when it comes to the reach. Uh, but this should be a competitive fight. Sage has only fought killers, so don't let that record fool you. Uh, he's, he's definitely a stud. He trains Ali Zebian out in Western Mass, underground MMA, and uh, obviously we know that Marty Navis is uh, a pretty big fixture within the Lozon MMA circles. Hey, and I think some douchebag from, from Vermont said something about me, uh, that my no my voice was uh, was uh, annoying. So, hey, fuck you, fuckface. Thanks for watching. I don't think that's a guy from Vermont. <coughs> who, who, who is it? I don't know who it is. No, I, yeah, I know uh, who it is. It's a you're thinking of it. I don't think it's that guy. Yeah, it's. A, I think it is. Unless it. I mean, if it's a fan. It's Dylan Fallon. If it's it's a fan, I you I apologize. I, I, I apologize, but isn't that the guy from fucking Vermont? I don't think so. The I mean, fighter. Dylan Fallon. All right, wrong. then maybe I'm wrong. Sage just doesn't take easy fights. Wasn't he in? Uh, you might have said it already, but wasn't he in that uh, premier tournament, uh, the the one fifty five tournament? Am I wrong? No, he fought in that card against a stud from Florida, Thad Gene, and lost. I think they're both making their pro debuts, but that Thad Gene kid's really fucking good. Fun fact. <laughs> um. We were trying to get Pat Casey to fight Marty Navis on this card, and uh, they chose uh, Lozon, and Marty chose Sage versus Pat. So, but we got Pat Casey on the card. CES coming up. Yeah, he's fighting. Big fight. Big scary Huge fucking fight. <coughs> Tough fight. Great fight. Great, great New England fight. All right, here we go. Marty Navis, from the pressure. Oh, lands a nice right-left. 
Sage come back, hit some of the right. Oh, they're they're throwing down in the fucking phone booth right now. Yeah. Marty comes with a flying knee. Sage's weathering the storm. Marty's now pressing against the cage, doing his thing. Wow. Good exchange there the first uh, 20 seconds of the fight. Both landed some some uh, some nice shots. I'd say that probably Marty got the better of that, ex that exchange. All right, to separate. Marty's throwing some hands tonight. All right. Showing a different side of him. I kind of like it. Got his head down, and then he goes for a single leg right there. Gets him down. That's Marty. When he gets you down, man, it's tough to get back up. But Sage, is a, he's a fucking gamer, man. He'll wall walk. He'll try to, you know, give up his back to uh, get back to his feet if he has to. So, you know, it's interesting that Marty's wearing a sleeve on his left knee, hamstring, something like that. So maybe he's dealing with an injury there because I've never seen him wear it's on his knee. I've never seen him more uh wear a knee sleeve like that before. So keep an eye on that, that moving forward. Marty looks good, but did he wear himself out early on in the fight? Sage is throwing back some heavy lateral lens, a nice left cross. Marty's throwing, man. He's, yeah, I've yeah. never seen Marty look look this good. Seems to have a purpose in every strike that he's throwing right now, which is kind of cool. To... A purpose. Okay, people, if you look at the screen, it's giving you all the winners. As far as the main card, uh, we don't have exactly how they won, but the check marks are the winners of the fights, and they're all first round. Two finishes, two KOs, and two subs, right? In uh, the first four fights of this main card there, Lars, as I'm burping and trying to talk. Lars? This is uh, turning turn into a striking battle. Marty looks to be slowing a little bit, though. We're only halfway through the first round, so let's keep an eye on the cardio here. This could be, looks like this could be a fight that goes into deep waters, and whoever's got, you know, the bigger nutsack is going to win. Sage is not backing down. He's taking shots. Yeah, got a nice chin. He's coming in. It's countering. Marty keeps hit, like landing that straight right. Sage doesn't seem to have a defense for it. Marty's thrown big against the cage. When Sage, you think he's out, though, he fires back and lands a couple and, you know, puts Marty back on his heels. Now, Navis has got to leap down to the mat. Got a minute and 24 left in the round. That's a lot of time for Marty to uh, work from here. He's got one hook in. He's got one hook in. Trying to get to the back. Sage is doing a good job of trying to shrimp out and peel him off from the cage. Oh. Doing a good job of controlling the hand, Sage is. 
Very tactical position right here with 45 seconds left to go in the first round. Well, he's taking a lot of uh, a lot out of Sage right now. To end, he's throwing to some hands, throwing some punches. He's got one hook in. He's kind of like quarter. Uh, he's like oh, he's got quarterback. He, he's got it under no. the chin. It's well, it's on his jaw. That's yeah. a lot. That's pressure though. Yeah, it's on his jaw. yeah, he's all right. He's got 20 seconds. He's just gonna yeah. weather the storm. He's fine. He's not. It's yeah. not under the chin. It's not under the threat. He's just gonna. Hear the clapper and yep. All right, very competitive first round. <clears throat> Navis ten nine. Sage ended up back on his feet though. That's a that's a that's a pretty good uh, you know bounce back after he was being that, dominated for a... two minutes. Yeah, that's a really fun round to watch as an MMA fan. So shout out to both guys. They both, you know, Navis came out. I've never seen Marty Navis fight like that before. Usually he's like a couple punches, goes in for a single leg, presses you against the cage, gets you to the mat, does his ground and pound thing. This this time out, he was almost like, you know what? I want to stand and bang and see what happens. And, and Sage is more than willing to do that. You know, Sage believe he's... Definitely a guy who uh, is not scared to get in uh, a firefight. So really cool exchanges there. I think Marty got the better of the exchanges. Um, I wouldn't say by a wide margin, but by, by, by a little bit. And, uh, you know, we had position on the map, too, later in the round. So 10-9, Navis. Nice. Let's keep an eye on Navis's knee and his cardio. Nice leg kick by Navis. This comes out firing. Navis has a size advantage here, it looks like. So, and his game is just pressuring. Forward pressure, get him against the cage, keep Sage on his back foot. Do not let him move forward. And it seems like he's doing that well. He does give up the cage. He gives up the center of the cage sometimes after having some momentum. So if he can keep the pressure moving forward, I think it's this is his fight to win. Looks like Sage's hands are getting a little bit slower. He might be tiring. Uh, Marty looks fresh. Marty looks, Marty looks good. He's moving in a different way. I've never seen him move. Yeah, before. he's staying busy. He's he's throwing a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's not going for a takedown. To to you know, he's he's having a lot of success on his feet. He feels confident looking at him. This is the best shape I've ever seen Martin Abison too. By the way, he looks really good. Him and Chris Rooney should hang out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Minute and a half into this second round. Let's see what happens with the cardio over these last couple minutes here. 
Sage is a grinder, though. He's not going to go away. He's, he's, you can't put this kid away. You're going to be in deep waters with Sage Philippe. The overhead camera view is cool, but they're cutting to it way too much. Yeah, it's. I'd rather have that side angle right there. Keep I'd it right there. Or something, but not like three times around. All right, they're cage fighting. Philippe has Navis pressed against the cage. Watch Marty jump for a, a guillotine. Marty turns Philippe into the cage. Throws a heavy uh, left double that misses. Now they're back in the center and back to striking. Sage lands a nice left. Presses Marty against the cage. This, is, this one's going to deep waters, fellas. Better be ready. It's got fight of the night so far uh, on it. You know who's going to win this fight? He's the guy who has the most heart. Most heart and the most will is going to win this fight. That's where we're at. Philippe's still controlling against the cage, not really landing too many shots, just kind of keeping his position. Referee Jordan Riley keeping a close eye on things. Judge Dave Ginsburg also keeping a very close eye on things. Definitely not how I thought this fight would go. Yeah, I felt like it would. It was going to go this way. Really? I really did. Yeah. They're both grinders. They both have heart. They're not. They're not going to quit. Uh, I think their skill sets are similar. All, all the, all the, you know, the trigger signs pointed to, uh, you know, a decision. Well, Sage is controlling them against the cage right now. Not much going on as far as offense. All right, round over, round two is over, 10-9, Philippe there. I got a one-to-one -one going into the third. These are the best fights right here. Marty, uh, Marty, Marty looked tired. He uh, had his hands on his knees, waiting for the stool to come out. Uh, I'm sure the camera will show us uh, their faces. If not, um, they're both definitely tired, that's for sure. Yeah, that, that was like a... Most of that round was spent cage fighting. There we go. And that's a grinding, taxing type of uh, style of fighting. When, when they're striking, you know, you can kind of get your breath between strikes. When you're when you're grappling or cage fighting or wrestling, you know, guys get worn out real quick doing that. So 
Loss, I just... going to come down to home cardio. I just snapped into a Slim Jim. Fucking big one, by the way. Fucking thing. So this is the co-main event. We got one more fight after this. Last round. Laz got it 1-1. One, one. Last round. I, I got it 1-1 one one going to the third round. I don't know. I can't hear the commentators because I don't want to play them too loud. But I think I they might think the same thing. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page for the most part. <clears throat> All right, it's gonna, who's going to have the better gas tank the last half of this round? I think it's who's going to win it. <clears throat> Both throwing leg kicks. Nothing significant landing yet. Both landing some punches. Nothing. Like, Marty's wearing this, this knee sleeve. Why wouldn't Sage just be throwing heavy leg kicks against it? The whole fight. There he is. He's doing that now. All right. That's a couple of points in land. Heard ya. Oh, good left by Sage. Left cross. Yep. He's, he's beating up that. You were, you were a knee sleeve... Again, pro MMA. I mean, that's and you normally don't. That's a target. Yeah, but he hasn't been hitting it up until now. He is like I've seen him five times in this round. I think maybe no. I mean, yeah. Three. I mean, he should have been doing that from like round one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't see much yeah. of it happening in the first two rounds. You know. Right. You're yeah. right. Wow, he's crushing it now, though. Like you said. Yeah. Leaves landing some nice leg kicks. Hit it again. That's seven. Inside leg kick. It looks like he's... Marty looks a little light on that lead leg, too. And he's picking it up now. That's definitely an issue. He's... Yep. Okay. Hit it again. That's eight. Eight times Sage just hit it. And Marty seems to be a little lighter on that, on that lead leg now. After these eight leg kicks. Yeah, he's protecting it, too. He's picking it up. Yeah, he's uh, trying to check it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Philippe can't keep, like, telegraphing it like that. He's got to set it up. Because now Marty's just checking it every time he kicks it. But now things... And again, are... that's nine. Sage seems to be uh, gaining momentum here. Three minutes into the final round. I got him ahead in this round right now. Now Sage is just like, not even throwing heavy leg kicks against uh, the lead leg that has the, the, the wrap on it. He's just kind of like checking and like throwing a, just making sure he's, he, he knows he's there. Which is good. It's it's kind of keeping Marty on his back foot. 
He's now, he switched up his stance. This is definitely an entertaining fight, I have to say. I mean, it's slowed down. It's it slowed down in this third round, but it's still. Yeah, Marty, Marty seems to be uh, trying to protect that knee. Yeah. Maybe Sage, maybe Sage should go Sage up. Sage should be smart here. He's got this round one right now. He should go up high. Try it, you know. Yeah, he's got Marty backing up now. Good left hook by Marty. Oh, yes. About 48 seconds left. Third round. Nice. Nice leg kick by Sage again. He should have been doing that from round one, but man, it's paying off in round three here. 30 seconds left. I got Sage Philippe uh, winning this round right now. Not by a huge margin, but he's winning. Marty Lynn's another left, nice left hook. I'm going to look. And then they, the feed cuts to a random fight. And it comes back. What the fuck happened? Oh, there it is. <laughs> See how, that? How'd that just do that? It was like a replay. All right. Yeah, Felipe, he definitely got that round, man. Definitely. All right. So it's over. I got... Uh... Philippe winning uh, that third round, so I got him 29-28. Um, that third round was close, but uh, I think Philippe, you know, Marty started coming on in the last minute or so, landing some nice shots, but I think the, the damage that Philippe had done earlier in the round uh, was more than what Marty gave later in the round. So I got a 29-28 Philippe. Um, Somebody may see it the other way, but I would disagree with that, and I would have an issue with that. I think they're talking about it. They were saying the third round he was taking over. I think mm -hmm. uh, I think cupcakes. I think that might be cupcakes' is vo a voice in there. Yeah. Sage Philippe, nice performance. Great fight of the night right there so far. Yeah, so far, yeah. I mean, there were a couple of good amateur fights. Yeah. But... Really good fight. One more fight left, Lars. Yes. So I just emailed the the, the uh, decision to myself here. Let's hope I got it right because I'm going to fucking throw it up as soon as it's said. Well, I'm just adding check marks to the main event card there. The winners. Come on, fuck face. Here we go. Decision coming. I'm going to put that loud. Are your five seconds behind me? 
Oh, really? Shh. Lucasburg 29, 28, Kansas. Shh. Loud. I'm playing it live. Shh. Nope, they got it wrong. They got it wrong. Ginsburg and Rita got it wrong. Allows on point tonight, by the way. Hometown discount. Uh, yeah, I mean, the crowd plays into it, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I want them to... Granted, that third round was close. I don't know but how... If you go back and I mean, if you go back and rewatch it and, like, count strikes and stuff, it's not close. Yeah, evidently, so, no one's, caught, no one's uh, counting uh, leg kicks. You know, Ginsburg and Reader are just wrong, period. And... It, maybe the crowd played into it. I don't know. But um, when, when you watch that third round back, maybe they, that's may, I think may, the, only, may, the only round that's in question. Maybe, right they, now, may, so maybe, they, maybe they gave too much on that first round. You know what I mean? Maybe they, I don't know. No, I mean, they, they definitely should have given Navis the first round. They definitely should have given Philippe the, the second round. The third round, um, in my opinion, was Philippe. Um, but, you know, two of the three judges got it wrong and said they thought Navis won, which I think is incorrect. Uh, if you go back and rewatch that, you, you just kind of like, you know, look, look at the strikes that are landing. Look at the impact they're having. Um, you know, you break it down like that, it, it's, it's pretty clear and cut, in my opinion. Really good fight. Yep. Marty Navis on the mic, trying to get stage Philippe coming back out to the cage, take some photos. That's cool. It was fight of the Love night. I mean, a great fight. So, um. Mm hmm All right, one fight left. We have the main event. Aaron Lacey versus Zach DeSab. What's your thoughts on this main event there, Lars? Zach. Um, Zach is a teammate of Johnny Campbell, who Johnny Campbell finished or got a cut, uh, cut stoppage against Lacey, but he laid it on him thick for uh, whatever that fight, how much of that fight took place, I think one round. Um, 
What are you thinking about this fight? Um, I think D-Sab is going to be a lot bigger than Lacey. I think that's going to play a big factor. I think if D-Sab can get the distance closed, press him against the cage, and get the fight to the mat, um, he's, he's, he's going he's gonna to run through Lacey, to be honest. Uh, I like Aaron Lacey. I think he's a good fighter. Um, but stylistically, this isn't a great matchup for him, and I think that's going to show through pretty quickly. Lives, the, the the most bizarre thing is that if you look at the Cage Titans card I have up there, the main card, can you see like it's like see through? It's got the outline of just the fighters kind of thing. Let me make it I'm bigger. Seeing the What's this outline? Like you can see through it. Look, you can see your face through it, through the. When I when I when I made this, I I guess I took the outline out. It's kind of fun. I'm gonna put this out there because the check marks are the winners. Yeah, if you look, I'm looking through uh, Zach and. I don't know you're talking. Oh well, you'll see. You'll see when you see it live. It's like uh, see through before some some of the white has been taking out around around the fighters. Do you see it? Oh yeah, yeah, I see what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I did yeah, that yeah. in my I did that in my app by accident, but it kind of kind of looks cool for some of them. Some of them still have the white on them. <laughs> I'm a hack. Some of them just floating heads. I'm a fucking hack. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, one fight left, and then uh, I gotta get out of here. Left. It's gonna be midnight by the time we get the fuck out of here. Good fight. So there's only really two fights we had uh, kind of an issue with, right? The Barrett and uh, that last. Uh, the last fight, mm -hmm. I think the la I think the Barrett fight was more of a uh, a misjudgment than uh, this last fight. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, I agree with Alan Lau tonight. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Alan Lau's on on point. I think Reed and Ginsburg uh, might be off a little bit. Where's where it is? Like I said, a, a, a ref, a, a fight that Rita, a pro MMA fight that Rita refed was overturned to, uh, to uh, what? Uh, no no contest. contest because of the, harash, the, the horrendous refing in that fight, just to say. And that was a pro Muay Thai fight. Oh, I got some grapes getting stuck in the back of my throat. Not pleasant right now. So Lars, are we going to be coming out with another rankings before the end of the year? Or are we waiting until uh, 2023 and the reality yeah. card or something? What's going on? I think we'll do it at the end of the year. We're trying to do it end of October. Like we got a lot of activity activity over the next three months or so, and then get them out at the end of the year. And then 2023, we'll do them quarterly. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get some new rankings out. Um, what's your thoughts on Zach? If uh, a victory here. Speaking I mean, of rankings, I mean, where do you think this kid is? Uh, yeah. I mean, what, he's he's must be close to at least getting a contender shot uh, sometime next year. I mean, what weight is this at? I'm not so, sure. Zach's usually a 155er, right? I think it's a catch weight. I think it's like uh, 
So 150, I believe. Oh, is that right? So is he dropping down a little yeah. bit? Zach's dropping down a little bit? Oh, it's 148 catch weight. All right. Right. So that's not bad. Zach's going trying he to have him at one forty six. So Zach, so, so Zach's trying so to do the one forty five of. Yeah, which is surprising because DSAB's a big guy. Like he's he's very wide. I didn't ever see him getting down to one forty five. I did. So he I, got down to one forty six. Like he, he when, made it. Like when, I don't know how bad it was. When I but. when I look at DSAB. I think he does have a little extra weight on him at 155. I thought he could yeah. like cut I down a little bit. 100%. I think 145 is his weight class. We have him as the number five ranked lightweight um, in the region. And then Lacey we have as the number six ranked featherweight. And now they're, they're fighting at 148. So featherweight's 145, lightweight's 155. So they're fighting 148, kind of in the middle. Um, but with Zach Desab only weighing at 146, like he, that, that's actually the limit for 145. So he, and when he you made look at it. his body type, like I really think that he should be fighting at 145. I want to see, I haven't, I didn't really look at him, what he looks like with his, uh, the weight put back on. But he's probably looks in better shape than he's ever has. You know what I mean? He's he's definitely going to be lighter than he we've seen him in there. Right. So the main event is about to take place. Aaron Lacey was an admirably large head for the size of his body. It's fucking awesome, Lars. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I said that's fucking <laughs> awesome, Lars. How long have we been it's on? What? Like I said, that's fucking awesome. You're breaking up a little bit, probably because uh, we've been oh, on for, we've been on for like seven hours already. We've been on uh, three hours right now. All right, so I, when they come out, I want you to pay attention to the size difference here. I think I think we're gonna see a big size difference, and DSAB's gonna want to close the distance quickly. Press him against the cage, get Lacey to the mat, and do his patented ground and pound, and either TKO him via ground and pound or look for a rear naked choke. Lacey, on the other hand, he wants to keep the distance. He wants to circle out, don't get engaged with him from a grappling perspective, and just use his quickness and his strikes to uh, keep DSAB off balance. It's a small cage, so that favors DSAB, right? He wants to close the distance and get it to the mat, and Cage Titans has a notoriously small cage. Exactly. Touch of gloves. DSAB, a couple high kicks. Another high kick. At least he's coming off a broken foot, broken ankle or something like that. So this is his first fight back, and that that oh, DSAB hits him with a left hook, and he just oh was boy, wow, DSAB lands a a left cross, which flattens Aaron Lacy. DSAB falls into the mat, starts to throw some punches. Lacy seems to get his wits about him and. Start Defending well, and Tom Sconza wasn't wrapped in probably three <laughs> years. Steps in and stops the fight early. 
Do you Fuck think off, Tom. it was an early stoppage? I couldn't see it. I was fucking with my team. Yeah. It's a pro fight main event. Get the fuck out of here, Tom. Was uh was uh Lacey contesting it at all when he was on the ground? Yeah, he didn't watch. He Beautiful. Got... Oh, what's happening in the replay? Here we go. Who's in control of this shit? We got three play going in reverse. What the fuck is going on? Let's go. Left, left cross, <laughs> flat zone. So watch it. What? Oh, they switched that angle. Was the worst we, broadcast we, replay. Jesus ever. Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Laz is all fucking pissed. Stupid. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. You had one goddamn job. <laughs> you had one job. The last the fucking the last fight. The last fucking fight. Laz fucking so wanted to see that, and it didn't happen. Maybe they'll show it again. They really stop you. Watch. They probably just heard. They probably heard you live, so they're gonna do it again. <laughs> Referee Tom Sconzo, who hasn't refed in three fucking years, is the main event ref right now. Somebody fucking explain that to me. Yeah, where does he come out of? He's he's from Massachusetts, but he oh. hasn't refed in maybe more than three years. I, mean, I don't know, maybe about four years. He's been doing BKFC stuff, uh, like working for them, but we haven't seen him ref. In three or plus years, and the Mass State Athletic Commission throws him into the main event after a three-year layoff. It's the name. It's fucking stupid. It's the clout. It's dumb. It's a fucking clout. Like so, there you go, people. So they had Tom Sconzo and Jordan Riley. Jordan actually a very good ref. I've seen him work. He's a very good ref. Tom Sconzo, I do not trust as far as I can throw him in terms of refing. And then the fact that the athletic commission would put him as the lead ref in this event is stupid. The guy's been refed in three or four years. When's the last time he refed in your state? When's the last time he refed a fight in general? He's rusty. Refs have ring rust as well. And they put Tom Sconzo on the main And I think he should have let it go longer. All right. Well, uh, that's going to be a topic to talk about. I am. Congrats to Zach D. Sabatino, though. That was a beautiful a left cross. Um, he looked really good. He looked. This is the best I've ever seen him look. He looked. I just wish Aaron Lacey got a little more of a chance there. He looked in great shape, um, shredded. And I, I never thought I would. Not that I never thought yeah. I'd say that about. Uh, D Sab, but I've never said that about D Sab. Look at he's shredded, but tonight, uh, he looked great at that weight. Good for him. I don't know how if it's a tough weight cut for him, but uh, you made it. Uh, let's hit yeah. one, let's hit one forty five next in uh, December if you can, and uh, get you to the UFC. Not us get you to the UFC, get yourself there. But uh, one more fight, this kid is there. Yeah, especially uh, you know, yeah. if he makes that one forty five pound mark. Which you said he did. He made 146. Yep. So officially, he has made 145. So that's it, Lars. 
That's it. Three hours. Or Good stuff. Just, Dave Stein's my polar. Always putting on an awesome show. So next week, uh, Lars, it is um, uh, it is Neff 50, where uh, we all will be, I think. I think uh, we all going? Yeah. We're staying yeah, the night. Yeah, so getting a hotel room downtown. Yep. Um, John Piersmer against got, Ryan. Uh, John Piersmer fighting for the NEF welterweight belt, which is we're super pumped about. Like it's uh, gonna be a really tough fight against a stud and Ryan Sanders, but I love the matchup just as a as a fan, as a manager. Uh, you know, John's pumped about it. It's his first opportunity at a professional belt, um, so. Two, uh, two weeks, we'll be there. Excellent. Uh, shout out to Jeff Clock at Cage Titans tonight doing the play-by-play where I got um, all the prelim results and uh, I didn't have to get the main card because we watched it. But go to newenglandmma.org and check out if you want to see play-by-play exactly what happened in these fights. Uh, Jeff did a great job tonight. We were all not there. As you can see, Lars and I are in the room and Travis had to work because he's been ill for a little while and uh, he couldn't take the day off. We will be back strong next Saturday night at NEF 50 in Portland at the Aura, uh, a place that you guys two, don't two, do. Uh, two Fridays or two Saturdays, right? What, is it? What's next week? Next week's nothing. It's on. Tw- uh, oh, it's on the 13th. Two, two All right, I'm, I apologize. There's nothing next week on the 5th. And then CES the Thursday after that. All right. Um, I'm still up in the air on CES. I might do my own uh, fight companion from here again. I don't know. I'm not sure. I kind of like doing them because I don't have to go anywhere and I spend so much less money. I spent $7 on the six packs tonight. Um, I don't know if you've been counting, but I drank four beers and three. Hours and 15 minutes. I don't think that's bad, Lars. I don't think that's an alcoholic. Do you? No. <laughs> you can definitely drive home. I can definitely drive home. Well, I'll be in here. I'll be here for another hour uh, uploading this to Spotify and then getting it to my phone, which I don't think this whole fucking link will fit on my phone. So, uh, and, and also and also giving yourself a breathalyzer before you get into your car. Exactly. Well, we got another hour, so... Um, yeah. Whatever. I might, I might, I might just sleep here. But with that said, Lars, I'm gonna sign off. It's been a long night. Tomorrow is Sunday. I have to work in the morning. I do work Sundays, by the way. I work all the time. That's. Uh, I just have to say that. Um, Cage Titans, their thing is gone. They still have a lot of time to go potty. It's eleven eighteen. They still got like I an know, hour pretty, pretty and twenty. Oh, do we know what happened with Calvin Cater before we go? Can we look that up? Oh, shit. Let's look that up real quick. I didn't think about that. Fuck, let's look it up. Let's give everyone a fucking rundown before we get out of here. I think it might be over. It has to be over. It started at fucking 8 o'clock. It's three hours and a half later. The main card's only little. What do you got, Lars? Come on. I can't believe we forgot about that. I, I remembered at the end. So I'm going to go look at UFC. Where are you? I'm going to get it to before you fucking do. What's happening? Update already. Oh, we lost. Uh, uh, we, we round two. I don't know how he won, but the guy's hands raised. 
knee injury, round two, eight mm-hmm. seconds in. Really? Huh. That's oh, a bummer. Oh, I'm seeing it right now. He just fell. I wonder how the first round went. Do you have a clip of it? I have the clip of uh the of uh, it just shows him curling up. It doesn't show him falling or anything. It just shows him curling I didn't go up. Back and watch it. That's too bad. That's uh, he's one in three in his last four now. But also, yeah, I think he won the Josh Emmett fight. Yeah, we don't know how uh, bad that knee injury is either. He's on the ground right now. He's not getting up. Oh, it's something bad. It's bad. The doctors are around it. So, um, did this happen? Um, what's this saying? Two hours ago. Oh, really? Fucking two hours ago. Well, it started at eight, dude. There's only, there's like five fights on the main card. The main card, the, the yeah. prelim started at four. It starts at eight. It only goes like two hours. So, 10 o'clock. Right. You know what I mean? The, this highlight probably came on about 20 minutes after the fight. So, Makes sense. A couple hour That's main event. Him. Yeah, be, I Calvin mean, Calvin Cater's uh, a New England hero when it comes to MMA. Definitely the best fighter to ever come out of our region. Um, so that sucks to see. Hopefully he heals up quickly and gets back in there and can make a run at that title again. Uh, but fuck, that sucks. Hey, dude, one last thing. I'll have you on here all night. But Jay Perrin. Against the fucking, the prodigy, yeah, well, the 18-year-old uh, guy. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. The, the young kid. Yeah. The 18-year-old. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking about that fight? It's an opportunity. Man, it's an, I mean, Jay wins that fight, which is, it's it's an uphill battle, but that puts him right back. Oh, know, God. In. This is like such a fight where... I hate to put like pressure on the kid, but like this is like the fight where Jay's uh, career is gonna take one of two paths. You know, either he uh, beats this kid and he's the guy who took out like somebody they're trying to build, and it's like, oh shit, maybe this kid's legit, and he gets a lot of fucking eyes on him while while it's happening, and he'll be make a fuck ton of money or. You know, Perrin goes in and he's set up against a, a stud and he loses and he's cut from the OFC. So I think it's going to go one of those ways. Like, obviously the OFC is trying to build this young kid, this 17-year-old. He was 17 when he fought in Contender Series. I think he's 18 now. But obviously the UFC is trying to build that kid. So that typically is never a good spot to be in when you're facing somebody like that. But it creates a ton of opportunity for you, too. So, yeah, they might be setting you up to lose. But if you go in and beat that kid, oh, shit, you just, like, you just set your career on a different trajectory. So high risk, high reward. Excellent. Um, well, we're pulling for you, Mr. Perrin. And, um, man, great night, bro. Three hours of fucking yeah. – uh, so you carried us tonight, bro. You carried us oh, tonight. Cool. Um, I wish you were in here live though. We could have went out and fucking you know yeah, right. thing together and fucking whatever. But um, um, someday. All right. So next Wednesday, like I said, I have some comedians that are going to be uh, give me uh, give me a shout out and uh, figuring out something to come down. I will have a band or two down the line. Also, me and Tommy are going to be doing some uh, 
We're going to be doing some shit, watching some fucking fucked up shit on the internet and giving our take on it live. Maybe some fucked up movies, maybe some uh, topic events uh, that we have no no business saying shit about, but we'll be drunk and we don't give a shit. So <laughs> <laughs> we're looking to expand a little bit here, you know, just, uh, you know. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know it. what I mean? It's fucking just, I, 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 I can't stop. It's fucking. Uh, we're, we're, we're building an empire. Exactly, bro. Exactly. And I, I can't wait to have some comedians down here because they will roast the fuck out of me in this place. Because, you know, not only I can't spell, speak, or talk. Uh, those are kind of both the same things. But um, I cannot keep a train of fucking thought. They would have fucked you up for now. I can't spell, speak, or talk. <laughs> I can't I, hear or listen. Yeah, all right. With that said, but I'm going to be a fucking amazing drummer someday. Lars, anything you want to say before we go um, and out of here? Uh, no, man. Just uh, This is fun. It's good times. Um, we got we got some action coming up here in the regional scene over the next few months. Uh, we got a bunch of guys that we manage that are active, and we got a lot of awesome stuff lined up for them. Uh, NEF. CES, Combat Zone, um, off the end of the year. I'm not sure if Cage Titans is coming back before the end of the year. And then we got uh, Combat FC in February. Rumor has it we'll have we'll we might see Dana White here in the Boston area in the January timeframe for one of our local promotions. Um, I won't say who who that promotion is. Why do you know? Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, fuck face. All right, never mind. Go ahead. Uh, I yeah, think I, I mean, know. I think I know too. Like, yeah. like be a, be a logical fan of the sport, and you'll probably know what promotion it is. Dana White, who's affiliated with the UFC, may come do a uh, Dana White looking for a fight here in New England in Boston. Uh, in January, um, with maybe somebody else who's affiliated with the with the UFC. Exactly. Connect the dots, people. Uh, with that said, Lars, um, let's go. Don't hang up. I am going to intro, and I'm going to stop our feed, and uh, I'm going to talk to you for two minutes and get the fuck out of here. So. Sounds good, brother. Thanks for tuning in, people. I don't know how many of you did, but I have to say the Fight Companions... Have been doing well along with uh, having guests inside the podcast room. It's doing very well. Thank you for your support. Keep doing it. We're only going to grow. We're going to get more walks of life in this room and uh, find out what makes people tick. That's what we're all about. Walk around and find out. That's it. See ya.